What's up, Videolanders? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight are my marathon men... Kyle! And Nathan. Quick reminder, you can find us on AdventuresInVideoLand.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. We are critics with attitude. This is not the podcast that you want to be listening to when Jesus comes back. Is it, Nathan? It's certainly not. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus might like this. You never know. He could be a pretty happening dude. But uh, we're we're just three dudes. We're sitting at a poker table in the newly remodeled studio. Looking great. Thank you, you Mr. Pope. (laughs) Not the Pope. (laughs) We're Richard Pope. That sounds so robotic. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Pope. Thank you, Mr. Pope. (laughs) He's got a gun in my head right now making me say this. But uh, we have a few beers and zero fucks. So that's what Critics with Attitude means, right? We we can get a little bit uh, balls out. A little bit of locker room talk. Yeah. Uh, You know, we're going to say some... Really bad words, probably, because that's just you know we, that's how we naturally speak. Probably, yeah, just it, how it how you're, it goes. Brad's here, so yes, Brad's here. Happen. I don't know. I think uh, have, it's one of your podcasts where you're drinking a little bit. Too, yeah, so. but not yeah. too hard. I got no. the playoffs tomorrow night, so I'm saving the hard shit for the playoffs. Okay, okay. There you go. just saying. Sure. Um, but so proceed with caution. Um, I don't think I'm the worst though. I think Spencer no. edging has me a little bit. Well, Spencer's the worst. When you and Wayne are together, yeah, you though, Wayne. you and Wayne are the worst. Can like, you imagine duo. Wayne? Myself and Spencer together. I can actually, yes. That's yeah. the Armageddon right there. <laughs> no, we did a, we did a marathon before. It was it was Kyle, me, and like and Matthew Wade, and it was so civil. Except <laughs> 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 for that cricket. That cricket drum was fucking insane. Oh, man, the cricket episode. God damn. But thanks to Richard Pope, we don't have to worry about fucking crickets. Yeah, that's anymore. right. <laughs> Thank Dickie P. Yeah. 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 Don't hold your breath. We're not in, <laughs> we're not in cricket season yet. Uh, that's a good point, yeah. So uh, so proceed with caution. You know we get a little rude. Um, but then uh, spoiler alert: we're going to spoil some Shaw Brothers movies. So if you don't want them ruined, pause the episode and come back later. With that said, welcome to the Marathon Golden Idols. This is our second. Is this our second marathon this year? Yeah, we we've been going a little light this year. Moving so a little slow. Moving a little slow. Is that it? Yeah, we've had some verses yeah. though. A lot of yeah, verses. we had a lot of verses. Yeah. Seems like we've done a lot. Yeah, because this takes the shit out of me, dude. It Watching yeah. five to six movies from the same genre or director to view and compare. Uh, the various category winners are given golden idols, and the movie with the most golden idols wins. Think of this episode as the martial arts version of the Oscars, but with. Um, with some dick jokes. Yeah. That's I think, I think really, that's, yeah. I think that's about spot on. <laughs> really accurate. So, all right, guys. Let's update any new listeners about the martial arts tournament. We have 19 films with the goal of determining which is the best martial arts film yeah. of all time. For myself, at least. That's what I want to know. I mm-hmm. want to know what is... Brad's favorite martial arts film. I think right. that's your guys' goal, too. You couldn't just watch these yourself? You had to drag us in I there? Had to, I dragged <laughs> you into it. This is probably better than the uh, the anime marathon for you, though, right? Oh, oh absolutely. A bit more enjoyable. Absolutely. All right. So, um, out of those 19 films, uh, the Golden Idol winner of each versus or marathon will go on to fight in the year-end martial arts tournament probably somewhere around November, December. Right. right. So, we, have, we still got a lot to, to truck through here. Um, but the first movie in the martial arts bracket is The People's Choice, Enter the Dragon. Wow! All right. So next is our martial arts marathon, which you put together. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, want to tell everybody what was in that marathon? Oh, boy. Let me think about this. Yeah. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon 1. Yep. Uh, Hero. Hero. 
Super Cop? Super Cop. Uh, Kung Fu Hustle. It's been a couple months. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Kung Fu Hustle, what was the last one? Way of the Dragon. Way Way of the the fucking Dragon. So, the winner was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Boom, it's in the bracket. Um, Then we have the winner of the Kickboxer versus Bloodsport, which I didn't get to be a part of that one. Who was a part of that one? Uh, Matthew. Matthew and... Three of us. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. That was the the civil conversation, yeah. Um, Bloodsport won. Boom. It's in the bracket. Mm-hmm. And then tonight is our third, um, be the Shaw Brothers Marathon. So whatever wins tonight will go, uh, you know, right there along, you know, side of them in the bracket. Sure. Um, and then later in the year, we're doing Drunken Master versus Legend of the Drunken Master. And Protector versus Ong Bak. Is that right? Yep. You know it. Yeah. And then Iron Monkey versus Master of the Flying Guillotine. Whew, so all right. A couple more episodes. Um, I think we're going to take a break on the martial arts about a month or two here, you know, yeah. um, get into your marathon, which we'll explain a little bit later. Um, and then we got some uh, big summer movies coming up, you know, like um, Infinity War and Solo and some things like that. So um, probably kick back on some of the martial arts, but we got uh, three in, you know, at the top here of, uh, of the year. So a lot of ass-kicking craziness mm-hmm. is going on. So we'll be doing episodes all year until that martial arts bracket is full. All the winners will be a part of a huge discussion at that end of the year. Uh, what is the best? That's the question I want to answer. So, all right, let's talk Shaw Brothers. Ooh. Kyle, what films are in this marathon, and how do they stack up against each other? Well, we are tackling five Shaw Brother films. Yeah! Woo! We are taking on Five Deadly Venoms from 1978. Had an, uh, well, Okay, let me say, the Rotten Tomato scores on this one are not uh, critic-based, because none of these movies were really, you know... I had a lot of critics, you know, when they, sure. they came out and they weren't in the U.S. Just audience that. score? So, like, these are the yeah. Rotten Tomatoes audience score in the IMDb. Okay. So it's 84% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.2 in IMDb. Directed by Chang Che. This is going to get real fun, too, saying all these <laughs> names. Uh, starring Shang Chiang, Chien Sun, and Philip Chung. Thank you for having an easy name, Philip. And <laughs> next up is The 36th Chamber of Shaolin, also from 1978. Uh, directed by Chia Liang Lu. Uh, starring G- Gordon Liu and I guess Lay Low. That's pretty- <laughs> I just want to yeah. say it that way because that's just cool. It sounds like a rap song from Wu Tang. <laughs> yeah. uh, that had our high uh, on both Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb of 89% and 7.8. Then we've got uh, Come Drink With Me from 1966. It's our low on both 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.0 on IMDb. Still both pretty respectable. Uh, directed by King Hu. Starring Pei Pei <laughs> Chang, <laughs> King Hu, uh, and Hua Yao. <laughs> Ooh, that was a tough one. All right, uh, next up is Fists of the White Lotus from 1980. Uh, 86 on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.5 IMDb. Uh, directed by Lay Lo, starring Gordon Liu, Lay Lo, and Kara Wai. Yeah, whew. And finally, we've got The One-Armed Swordsman from 1967, 75% tie up our low on Rotten Tomatoes and 7.4 on IMDb, directed by Che Chang, uh, starring Yu Wang and Cha Cha. Yu Wang. <laughs> Brad's favorite person. I knew you didn't comment. Yu Wang. Huh. Who directed Fist of the White Lotus? Uh, Lei Lo. Really? Lo, who is the uh, co-star of that. Hmm, interesting. So, guys, I've been looking forward to this conversation for a long time. It's been mapped out for, man, roughly about two years, but I couldn't find the time. A lot of episodes in my head, you know, with, um, man, martial arts films, French films. Uh, got a lot going on. So, the Shaw Brothers is a huge gap, um, just in my movie knowledge. Yeah. And, I mean, they've got, like, thousands of movies. They're, right. like, the fucking, like, 
masters of they're the Robin the the uh, the Roger Corman's of the China no, no. just fucking like a movie a week just fucking throwing it out there and seeing what sticks. It was neat going on uh, like Amazon Prime Video and like you type in like Shaw Brothers and there's like 150 films. Everything's they're all free on Prime. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's all there. Which is crazy too, like you said. I think they were doing a film every nine days. I read that somewhere. It's insane. Yeah, every yeah, nine days, every roll nine. it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty crazy. And I think uh, what I was reading, there were some different reports, you know. But one thing I was reading were it was eight hundred movies in their catalog. You know, half of those probably yeah. you can't find. I would sure. It'd be uh, be crazy if you could. But uh, I think there's eight hundred. Another report I read was like a thousand over a thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they made a lot of movies. But uh, to any of our listeners. You'd know if you watched a Shaw Brothers movie. Um, they had that clam-shaped Shaw Brothers logo at the yeah, beginning of every film. The Warner Brothers-looking logo. <laughs> exactly. I think it was inspired by the yeah, Warner Brothers yeah. logo. Um, had horns playing with that logo at the beginning of every film. And I to, love that. Yeah, yeah, I love it too, yeah. And to give some perspective, um, they dominated. Dominated the 60s and 70s. Like you said, it's like the Corman you know, yeah. of martial arts movies. You know, um, They had one of the largest working studios called Movie Town. Um, it's worth a Google. Check it's it. Worth <laughs> it's a worth a Google. <laughs> Check it out. It's Google fucking it huge. <laughs> yeah, a huge catalog of movies. But actors like Jackie Chan, Sammo Hung, they got their start uh, with the studio. And uh, remember, this was '60s and '70s martial arts. There was no union. You know, the actors would would work 24 hours a day and probably very little red tape for the stuntmen. Sure, I would imagine. But uh, their reign started to end when other filmmakers branched off to create their own studios and distribution companies, such as Golden Harvest, mm-hmm. which we'll be talking um, about in, in more depth in the in the coming months. But they're responsible for Iron Monkey, Enter the Dragon, and one that I didn't know until. Really getting into this, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Really? It's Golden Harvest, yeah. Huh. So, um, yeah, when you have those, just those three movies, you can see why they started to sure. kind of fade, you know, a little bit. But that's some strong opposition, wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Into the fucking dragon, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and uh, Iron Monkey. And uh, we're going to be doing Iron Monkey versus mm-hmm. Master of the Flying Guillotine. Um, later, but the, they started to fade into obscurity in the mid '80s. Um, their movies made a comeback in the '90s, a little bit with the help of Wu Tang Clan. I think every, yeah. I think every song that Wu Tang did was about uh, kung fu yeah, shit. They had a whole album called the Thirty Six Chamber of Shadows. Did they really? Like, there's a song called Five Deadly Venoms on it. They pretty much the whole song's about that movie. Uh, I was in touch on some of the Wu Tang Clan stuff, but you already. Oh. In fact, I posted a thing on Facebook today. I'll I'll repost it to AV um, after we post the marathon. Uh, but I thought it was really interesting just hearing, you know, RZA's sort of, you know, his experiences growing up with these films, you know, and it's sort of what it meant to him and his community and, you know, and what it meant to his music and stuff. So, yeah, I think it's been going to be a really fun conversation. Yeah, I, I, this was a big gap in, uh, you know, my movie watching sure, yeah. <laughs> history, obviously. Uh, yeah, I, martial arts films really were never my thing as a kid anyways. Uh, so these are kind of all fresh, but... This in particular is the kind of thing you would see, you know, flipping through TNT on a Saturday morning. You'd be like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, all see right. some cool fights. Yeah, I'm a big martial arts fan. I know you are too. Yeah. You know, like Westerns and martial arts, man, that just, you know, it's like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, it's you know? becoming, it's beca- it's really becoming just my thing. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like Westerns and martial art movies. We were, uh, we, we sat down, I sat down with the kids and watched most of these movies, and it was just the other night, Clara was like, can we watch Fist of the White Lotus? And I was like, I love you. <laughs> I was like, I'm so... You're my I, favorite. You're kid. my favorite daughter. <laughs> Did you guys, have you guys watched any Shaw Brothers movies at all? Or I'm sure no? that I had at some point, but like, there's thousands. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
I think now, though, it's easy for me to separate Shaw Brothers from Golden Harvest. Absolutely. It wouldn't be a problem yeah, yeah. now. And I don't think I could have deciphered that, you know, previously. Um, Very I th- distinctive. Yeah, I think yeah. I watched Come Drink with... Actually, I know I watched Come Drink with me because I knew that Tarantino was going to remake it. Oh, really? But I think that was... Uh, man, it had to have been... 10 years ago when there was talks about him remaking it. And uh, so it might as well have been a, a, a new watch for me because I didn't remember much of it. Like I remembered a few scenes. I remember her, you know, but for the most part it was a fresh experience. Um, but I can't wait to watch more of these titles. I watched, we've watched five out of 800. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, right. but I think that this, these were some good picks because a lot of these are the cult classics, you know, that oh, yeah. the big um, martial arts fans mm-hmm. really love. You know, but um, let's talk sh- uh, some Shaw Brothers, guys. Um, you ready to get into this? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Best location in the Shaw Brothers Marathon goes to... All right. So I, th- the thing with, you know, some of these movies is they're filmed real quick. So locations aren't always the the greatest. They're all kind of stagnant. They look uh, pretty similar in some of these movies. Yeah. But there were some really cool uh, things. The opening Fist of White Lotus, that open field when they're oh, fighting yeah. Pine is really fucking, like, beautiful looking. Um, I really like the little town also in uh, Fist of the White Lotus, the little house where he's doing all his training. Um, but I'm going with the Shaolin Temple and 36 Chambers of Shaolin because it's a really massive part to that movie. It's, you know, a temple full of monks and he's got to go through 35 different fucking chambers to, you know, be good enough. And all these little chambers have their own little test behind them, you know, running over logs or... You know, fucking just logs with fire on either side of his head, and he can't move his head, but he's gonna. Oh man, it, it's just really like a, a cool gauntlet of just mental gymnastics that he's got to go through. Right. Yeah. I wanted the exact same thing, man. There, there were some cool locations for sure, man. But the Shaolin Temple was where it's at, man. You got like thirty-five different, just like gauntlets to run through, like you said, and each one of them has a very different style, a very different like flavor and aesthetic to it, and. Um, you know how 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 big how vast is this temple ground? You know, he's been there for like a year, and he was like, "Hey, I want to learn kung fu. You guys do that shit." He's like, <laughs> "There's 35 fucking chambers. You, know, you imagine there's dudes like this place is so big. There's dudes running up the yeah. fucking hill carrying like they got daggers on their arms carrying fucking buckets away. He didn't even know that. You yeah. know, he's just I love like, too. He's like, I want to I want to start at the top." Right. I want to start at the, I want to start yeah. at the, the last. Well, what's the hardest one? <laughs> he gets there. He doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> I went the same one. Uh, Thirty six chamber of Shaolin. Um, I thought the temple set was great. All the chambers were interesting, um, and those chambers make up half the movie. You know, yeah. I couldn't wait to see the next chamber. Uh, very detailed. A lot of vari- uh, variety. Um, the pond with the balancing log. Mm. The water stairs. The eye room with the light reflecting poles. Yeah, really sold the movie. At the end of the day, I want to spend more time at the Shaolin Temple visually and narratively. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of '80s training montages and shit. You know what I mean? And like this movie's a whole the montage. whole movie is a <laughs> training it's montage. The gold and I love that. Gold yeah, standard that's the gold training. Standard. Yeah. I, I, yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, a lot of variety in details. Though. I was trying to explain it to somebody last night. I was like, dude, he goes into this chamber and it's like all black. And they turn this candle around. And he's got he's got to hit all the fucking lights. Like that's sick. So what's the like, so what's the movie about? Training. It's <laughs> training. It's like, it's like someone dies, then he trains, then he avenges him, and then recredits. Like, <laughs> fade to black immediately. <laughs> what, was your, what was your favorite chamber? Uh, I I really like the the log one when they like make him like Mine go too. across the logs. Yeah. He's got his dinner, and they're like, no, you fucking get across these logs. Then yeah. you can eat what's left. And he's like, right. I mean, like what's left? And then he fucking falls immediately. Yeah, yeah. That, that was my favorite cool. chamber too. I love that one. I like the one too where he's uh, working on his wrist muscles. Oh man, and oh, hitting yeah. the. Uh, 
I'm like actually a big a, gong. I'm a big fan of just the one with the water. Yeah. And he's carrying the water. Uh -huh. They got the knives. And he's getting so good at it. He's like helping other people. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, stop. All right, go. That gong one, dude, when he uh, figures out that, you know, he's like switching different sides oh, yeah, and hitting yeah. the gong, dude. It's so <laughs> badass, man. It's pretty dope. All right. So that takes us to best character. Actually, any, um, real quick, um, any runner-ups? Uh, like I said, the, the open field in the beginning of Fist of uh, the White Lotus. Was oh, those really burnt cool. ruins? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was like cool. They're fighting Paimei, and then, um, yeah, in the little, like, training area that he's got in that, the little house and, like, workshop, sweat yeah. shop area mm -hmm. that they've got going on. I have to give some love to Come Drink With Me, uh, Drunken Cat's Hidden Oasis. It's, it's, it's fucking badass. It's like with the waterfall and the pond. Yeah. And yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, man. I want a place like that when I retire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, that takes us to best character. Best character, we got a lot of characters rolling around in here, um, and and mine is gonna come from Fist of the White Lotus, and it's May Show. That's the the pregnant girl. Like she's the fucking yeah. master, which is really like, cool. Yeah. Like she, you don't expect her to be, and like she's the one who figures out like, oh, you're not gonna be able to hit uh, the priest of the White Lotus because he's like wind. Like you have to like move in slow and then move at the last second to right. actually hit him. So she's the one that figures it all out and she's teaching him and like teaching him this like very feminine, like dainty sort of like style. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's pretty cool. And she like, just had a fucking baby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and she's yeah. like, yeah, I just had a baby. Fucking hold this thing. I'll show yeah. you how to kick his fucking ass. No. Like, and she could have just, like, why is he got to kick his ass? She could have fucking just went and did it right at <laughs> that fucking moment if she wanted to. And but. I love those training scenes, dude, with the paper dummies. Yeah, it's really so cool. fucking cool. Yeah. All right, where are you going? For me, dude, it was, uh, it was uh, Fong Kong, the one-armed swordsman. Hmm. Dude, I I really like one-armed swordsman, man. As far as, like, as far as the characters go, I think one-armed swordsman across the board killed it. Really? Man. I really do. I think they're the, they're the characters that have the most depth, the most, like, sort of complexity, um, Fong Kong's great, man. He had, he, you know, he owes, he owes his life basically to the, to the, to this master that, that took him in. And I don't know, man. I just, I, I it's, it's the most believable arc. I feel like, um, where he just really wants to do right by this person. Um, it's really interesting how like, you know, they, uh, old, what's his fucking name, old long arm or whatever, has, like, the, the bad guy has, like, he's, he's developed this, this like, sword guard thing specifically, specifically for the, the, the people yeah, at that. Yeah, that's that. cool. And, but, which is, which is cool. He happens to be the only fucking person that fights in a different way because mm -hmm. he lost his hand, and that's kind of like, I don't know, I love that, man. You know, he comes in out of nowhere, they don't know how to fight him because he has to fight with, he fights with his left hand, and... He's great, man. There was one clear winner for me. Um, cool. Best character, Fist of the White Lotus, Priest White Lotus, <laughs> man. One of my favorite he's marathon great. characters in a long time, dude. He's so much fun. He's essentially Pai Mei from Kill Bill. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's who he is. He's, he's Pai Mei from Kill Bill. He has that villainous swagger. Um, he's got the insults. Um, he's fucking invis invincible, almost invincible. Yeah. Um, he's mastered being weightless. You know, he can make himself as light as a feather. You can't touch him. He's mastered the hundred step soul catching fist. Yeah. He's, he's essentially the video game boss that you can't fucking beat. Right. You know, he's like he's the boss in Ninja Gaiden that you can't fucking beat. You play all summer and you can't fucking beat him. He's, I love that he's he so like, badass. I love that as he's fighting him, he's like telling him why you can't beat him. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? He's just like he's like a Sith Lord. Like Dude, it's, it's so badass. Just his movements. Yeah. Like, he just walks around you and just the, the way that he moves his arms and does his pie made with, beard, with beard thing <laughs> and just laughs at you. It's like, he's so fucking cool, man. Yeah, yeah I went White Lotus. And he's a dickhead. He too. is yeah, such a, a real dickhead. dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> so that takes us to uh, Best, best duo. duo. 
Uh, there's some pretty cool duos here. Mm-hmm. Um, I like even even the bad guy duos in uh, Five Deadly Venoms. But, oh yeah. Um, I'm good. I loved May so much as my favorite character, and I really like Hung also from Fist of the White Lotus, and I really like how they work together in their you know scenes that they have. They actually like share this like sort of weird romance, and then master student sort of thing <laughs> that's going back and forth, which is really a unique dynamic that I haven't seen in a whole lot of films. Like, she has his baby, and, like, he's walking around with the baby sometimes. Yeah. Like, here, this is, like, your fucking kid. Like, you got to take care of him, too. Like He doesn't want to hit her too hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, he doesn't want to grab her tits, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> like, come at me. Like, fucking hit me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like, yeah, I, like, really like their dynamic. That's cool. Uh, for me, it was uh, Fong Kong and Xiao Man from One-Armed Swordsman. She's, oh, nice. she's the, you know, the, the peasant girl that sort of finds him and takes care mm-hmm. of him. And I think they have a great relationship. I love that, she, you know, she's worried that, you know, he's going to, you know, now that he's got his, you know, that he's got his functionality back, like, he's just going to leave. Uh, she's worried about this other, you know, this other swordsman, the, the other girl, that uh, the daughter of the, the master or whatever. Um, they have a great, they just have a great believable, realistic relationship, man. I really liked it. All right. Well, I really love the shit out of Fist of White Lotus, okay? I do, too. <laughs> Don't be wrong. So but... I'm going with the hero and the villain, Hung Win Ting and White Lotus, um, I love their back and forth. Um, every time White Lotus defeats Ting, he, he just goes right back to the, the yeah, drawing yeah. board. Mm-hmm. You know, comes back with a new skill. Um, I think they have the best banter. They have the best fight scenes. Um, I think they're. Uh, I, I like both their fighting styles. You got the t- mm-hmm. the crane and the tiger versus this invincible monster. You know, yeah. he's fucking weightless. You know, <laughs> you think your tiger crane can do shit to me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like what the fuck your is childish this? tiger your crane? Fuck is this shit? Your kung fu is. Uh, Good for nothing but fishing, yeah. <laughs> is what he tells him. Uh, but yeah, definitely my best duo. I loved everything, um, every scene that these two were in, especially when he sneaks into the bathhouse. Yeah, yeah. And he turns around, he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, no, one, no one's ever been in here. This is fucking weird, man. <laughs> Let me get a towel, then we can fight. <laughs> yeah, that's my best duo, man. So uh, runner up real quick, uh, come drink with me. I want to give some love to Golden Swallow and Drunken Cat. There's yeah, that quiet rapport fun. between them. I, yeah, I really yeah. like, yeah. So, runner-up. Um, that takes us to best villain antagonist. Uh, we're going to keep that train rolling on pre- pri- Priest White Lotus because I fucking just love that guy. He's such an asshole. And, like, <laughs> he's, like, he's got, like, legit motives to be pissed off because they, like, fucking killed his, like, best friend and, like, you know, right. like, colleague. And uh, so he's he's pissed off, which is great. His twin he, brother, wasn't it? Yeah, I think they're twin brothers. It's hard. I don't know if it's a translation thing. I'm like, when I looked up quotes for these movies, the priest White Lotus is just called Pi Man. I know. So I was like, fuck. But then when I looked deeper, yeah, his the the guy at the beginning was Pi Man. Pi Man is priest White Lotus. So priest White Lotus. Yeah, it's all. He's basically Pi. He's he's like Pi Man's identical twin brother. Which I love. I love it. I'm fucking eating up. Give me my bowl of cereal now. Oh, uh, I love like when Hung's like showing up to the 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 temple to like take him on the first time. Like White Lotus has like all these fucking guards that could easily dispose of him if they wanted to. And yeah. He's just like, nah, stop! Like, let me fucking do this. Like, yeah. I just I just want to piss with this dude. Like, it's like watching old school like Anderson Silva and UFC. Like, he's so <laughs> fucking good. Like, he just like puts his hands to the sides, like fucking throw punches at me and just dodges them and like, just oh. laughs in your face as it's going on. Dude's such a fucking prick, and even. Even when Hung finally starts to, like, figure it out towards the end, you know, he, he figures out how to be very effeminate and hit him and get all this uh-huh. shit. Like, every time he hits him, it doesn't. it's not, like, detrimental to him, but he's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. like, bleeding from the side, like, 
All right, let's go. All right, okay. <laughs> I got you. I got you, fam. Let's go. I the only correct answer here is Priest White Lotus. I mean, it's no. he he absolutely kills. It. I liked old uh, Long Arm or whatever too, but Priest White Lotus fucking kills it. Mm-hmm. Like just talks shit the whole time he's fighting you. Uh, I I love that first when he first shows up and all the all the guards attack him and he like lets them walk away yeah. and he's like one two uh, three down. and they all fall down yeah. down like. That shit's fucking badass. You, yeah. you, you you like you know seven pace palm a whole fucking. You know, it's, yeah. I don't know that first scene too when he walks in he takes that pitchfork. And just oh shows yeah, that right guy his leg. leg and he just kind of like walking with him and he counts. It's so cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Great entrance. Um, yeah, um, Pine made from Kill Bill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's ruthless, arrogant. Um, he kills all those Shaolin monks at the beginning of that opening scene, uh, like it's his fucking business. He kills <laughs> Ting's friends. Um, he's practically invincible, um, and what I love about him is only a perfect combination of strikes mm-hmm. can kill him to yeah. find that that pivotal nerve, you know. Um, and he needs to uh, Ting has to, to to find out that feminine style of fighting, Tiger and Crane, and acupuncture just to take this motherfucker right. down, man. I love when he, you know, like he gets all the acupuncture needles in, and then he goes like fucking. He just like and like blows all those out. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, he's uh, he, he's awesome, man. He leaves that impression long after the movie's over. Oh yeah, me. absolutely. Um, yeah, that takes us to best hero protagonist. All right, uh, for this one, I'm going with uh, Sante, Sante, however you want to say, it, from Thirty Six Chamber of Shaolin. Uh, it's he's a guy that gets you know put into a situation he doesn't really want to be into, which is kind of something I, I love, like his. Whole like schoolmates get just fucking yeah, murdered and right. like they're hunting him down. So he hides in this temple and like, you know, he's over overzealous at the beginning. He's like, yeah, just put me at the fucking highest chamber. Let's do yeah. this. Like, and then give me give me what what I need to move forward. Uh, but then he you know works on the bottom. He started at the bottom. Now he's here, and just keeps going and going and going and and exceeds his expectations. Uh, just kind of just fucking beasting through everything. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, this was a tie for me. Uh, ooh, so losing your three-pointer, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, one of them was Sante from Chamber, 36 Chamber of Shaolin because, like I said, I love that he, you know, ultimately what he's doing is that he wants to take what he's learned and he wants to teach it to the people. Yeah. You know what I mean? He wants to, he wants to, he, he wants to. He surpasses them. Like, right. all the monks are like, yeah. nah, we kind of like, we have this cut off here. And he's like, but let's go past that. Right. Like, and he's like, look, look, people, people need to know. Like, it's cool that we know this, yeah. but they, there's bad motherfuckers out here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, people need to defend themselves, and this would be, this would be good. I just, I love how altruistic that is. You Probably know? our most ambitious character since yeah. we've been doing marathons. I think I this mean, motherfucker's yeah, ambitious as hell. He really is, dude. Yeah, the other one uh, was Fong Kong from One Arm Swordsman. I really like him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like he really just even after you know, first of all, he owes his life to this guy. He doesn't want to cause any fucking problems, so he leaves. They cut his fucking arm off, you know what I mean? But he still trains. He still goes, and the people that cut his arm off, he goes and saves them. He doesn't have to fucking do that, but he owes he owes his master, you know, his his life, and he's he's like, you know, it's the, it's the right thing to do. I couldn't live with myself if I didn't if I didn't save them. You know, he comes in, saves everybody. He doesn't have to do that. He could he he and uh, Chao Man could easily just leave. That's what she wants to do. Don't get wrapped up in all this shit, but. You know, he does what he thinks is right. So, yeah, I think he's a, a pretty good hero as well. Right on. Um, I'm going uh, Fist of the White Lotus. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Hung Wing Ting. Um, he defeats Pai Mei, and then he has to take on his evil twin brother. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the White Lotus. 
And then he wants vengeance against the White Lotus because he kills all of his school. He kills everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he wants vengeance against them. But in the process, he gets his ass handed to him multiple fucking times by the White Lotus. Goes back to the drawing board, right? Every time. Trains day and night. Um, he perfects the tiger and crane style. Gets beat down by the Lotus, right? He learns a feminine style of kung fu uh, so he can literally touch the weightless Lotus. Mm-hmm. Gets beat down. <laughs> Goes yeah. back to the drawing board. Almost dies by uh, by taking 99 steps after getting hit by the 100 pace palm. Yeah, he only takes 99 steps. Goes back to the that. drawing board. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Learns acupuncture kung fu and brings all the styles together to defeat the Lotus. He doesn't give up until the villain is dead. <laughs> right. That's badass, it's, man. Yeah, it's That's really a good, fucking man. good hero for me, man. So, uh, fucking awesome. I'm going with, uh, with Ting. So, that takes us to best kill. All right, uh, we get a lot of kills in these movies, yeah. which is great because the last one didn't have a whole lot of deaths. So this one, um, I, I, I don't know why this one like is just really cool to me. It stands out. It's uh, in the Five Deadly Venoms when they just kick the shit out of the old dude. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. just murder him on the ground by kicking the fucking shit out of him. <laughs> Like, that's just fucking brutal. Like, he's not even, like, standing. It's not, like, cool fucking martial arts. They're just fucking, like, stomping on him and going yeah. to town on him until he fucking dies. That's, yeah, this is brutal. Like, it's, they're fucking fucked up, that's yeah, for sure. fucked up. I have watched the intro to Fist of the White Lotus about a hundred times. That's so badass. It's, I, like, I just keep rewinding it and going back to the very It's a beginning. weird fucking fight. There's a lot fun. of dick shots in that. <laughs> a lot of dick eyebrows punches. and dick punches. Yeah, the, the, it fucking ends with bloody dick. <laughs> I, I know. No, but I, that's my best kill is that those two guys, you know, killing Pai Mei, and that's sort of the basis for the whole film. But like, I love the way it's shot. I love oh, so all, cool. the, all the all the yeah. all the freeze frames and the credits, Fuck especially yeah. the first one where Pai Mei's jumping up, and his legs are all tucked up underneath him. Yeah. Looks so fucking badass, yeah. man. Yeah, it was funny. That was the first movie I watched. Right? Yeah, me too. And it kind of eclipsed everything that I watched afterwards. I was like, ah, oh, that's what I, I think I text you guys. <laughs> yeah, in the group. Yeah. I'm like, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, it was a still a fun marathon, but sure. nothing was like Fist of White Lotus for me. And uh, that opening, I was funny when I popped it in, you know how like some of these DVDs are kind of funky because they're like, I don't know, they're just, they're not, uh, Disney's not pumping these out, right? So sure. they're, they're, a little, they're a little fucked up on the track listings and they're not the greatest DVDs, <laughs> right? Quality of DVDs. I thought it was the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like the climax to a movie at the very it does. beginning. It, look, right? it looks like a final fight. You're starting your movie with a final well, it's, fight. Yeah. It's, it is very confusing because they kill the guy and then it like cuts like five minutes later, the same fucking guy walks yeah, in. I was like, like, what, what the, the fuck is going yeah, on with this? Yeah. It was very confusing, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I love that fight, man. It was weird as shit, but I was like, I had a smile on my face. The whole oh, time. it's, like, oh, this it's is, I was like, great. that's why I like these old school kung fu movies, yeah. you know. Um, but I'm going, I'm going with Fist of the White Lotus as well. But I'm going with the acupuncture kill where mm. Ting pulls out all of his tricks to beat White Lotus, mm. uh, crane and tiger style, a feminine style of kung fu, and then using about a hundred needles during combat to find the White Lotus's vital nerve, systematically yeah. taking him down, and then screaming, I win! Oh, <laughs> Roll credits. Roll credits. That, oh, I love that, too. But I love that acupuncture kill. But I yeah, got, that's cool. I kept on writing in my notes, because I don't know how you guys do this, but every time I'm watching um, any of the marathon movies, I'm like, I have my best kills and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then so I, I take notes as I watch. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, I think... Uh, five notes for your know, best fight. You know, like when he when um, Ting fights the golden swords. 
Yeah, I know you've, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, like those two guys with the swords. Mm-hmm. He fights the golden swords, like, oh, that's fucking badass. You know, the day of the festival, he fights, um, you know, the white lotus. I'm like, that's badass. But it got to the end here, and I'm like, this is fucking amazing. And then it ends with this great kill, with this acupuncture kill. I thought it was awesome. So mm-hmm. that's uh, where I'm going. That takes us to one of my favorite categories, which is what the fuck? What the fuck? I'm going to explain this to any new listeners. This is a category yes. that. <laughs> This is a category that uh, basically things that happen in the movie or things about the movie that are like real fucking crazy or like they could be they could be cool things, but they're usually pretty much like you they make you like want to pause the movie and just like fucking leave the room for like a couple minutes yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then come back and watch. So the no movie. points, no points. Do you we have any runner ups? Give me one runner up. I got a couple. So like. Just in general, these movies, um, they've got, like, the craziest colored blood. It looks like fucking, like, Someone's, red candle wax, like, yeah. pouring out of people. It's very strange. Um, and all these movies have... I, and I talked to Nathan about this, and I was like... I, after I watched two of them, I was like, I've watched two of these, and I was like, these movies just end. <laughs> I, was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, there is no resolution to any of like these fucking movies. Like Fist of the movies. White Lotus. I killed the, the White Lotus! <laughs> yeah. Yay! Yeah, he and literally, it's like yeah. fist in the air... Fade to black. Right? Roll credits. Roll credits. <laughs> I think the only one, like, I think One Arm Swordsman is the one where he like walks through a field for a little while, and then like he meets the girl, and then the movie ends. And well, they, like, they, well, they didn't do anything. The <laughs> that's yeah, but that's I feel like that's the only one that really has like right. more of a traditional ending. Like it's the most traditional. It's very but, like, abrupt. It was the last one I watched, so I was just expecting it like killed the guy, and but like then he's just walking through a field for a good like two or three minutes without <laughs> anything. No, it was like nothing going on. I was like, that is not true. Bullshit. Yeah, it felt like six. <laughs> hours though <laughs> so just the way those end um it in one arm swordsman like there are so many times it's clear that his arms just inside of his rope oh yeah <laughs> like, I mean, it's so fucking obvious he was doing the wrestling marathon uh, and i was watching one armed uh, you know swordsman on the couch yeah. and when they, when they got done rapping they uh walked to the living room and kyle's like his fucking arms in his shirt <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous do you so let's hold on your sure. your main do you have any more runner-ups i that that's we kind of I so I, I assume this is my runner up. I, yeah. I assume that you watch you watch you watch them dubbed, right? Did you dubbed. you you didn't watch dubbed. them in the original? Yeah, okay. No. I couldn't find them in the original. They're all dubbed. Some of the dubs are just shit. Yeah. Like some of the dubs are really fucking bad, man. Like I had to rewatch um Come Drink With Me hmm. because I was like I was a good 45 minutes in and I was like I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> like I can't concentrate on this at all cuz the just the the voices are like the voice, especially, especially in that. Yeah. The voice, some of the voices are just like shrill and just like I'm unpleasant to listen to. Yeah, which is like, crazy too because I um I thought that was gonna be the one that you really walked away from loving because since it was such a big inspiration for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Well, and she's Jade Fox, uh-huh. the, the actress that plays uh, Golden Swallow. Um, I liked it, but honestly, I would love to go back and watch all of these in the in the original spoken yeah. language mm-hmm. I, because. That really takes. Was that it book. Amazon Prime? It's the, Amazon Prime, okay. and there's no language. Yeah, options. I had all mine on disc. So okay, yeah. Any more runner ups? No more runner ups. Okay, um, just uh, just a few. I didn't go crazy with this, but um, the secret password in 30 th- 36th Chamber of Shaolin. Do you guys remember what that is? Mm, uh-uh. So at the school when they're doing their their uh, fucking shit, mm. he uh, oh. <laughs> he goes open sesame. <laughs> Do you know what the password was to get in? Shut sesame. <laughs> I was like, that is so shitty. I was like, what? I was like, what the fuck? What a shitty password. 
Um, and then um, I love uh, Fist of the White Lotus, but um, every tra- training sequence with Brother Shing kind of took me oh, out. That yeah. dude is weird as fuck. <laughs> yeah. What a yeah. weird character for this fucking movie. Yeah, and then the, uh, so yeah, every every yeah. time I was like, man, I love what he's doing with the, the these dummies. I love that he's, He's uh, you know, he wants to to learn new you know styles of kung fu so he can take on the White Lotus, but he, does, does he have to do it with Shing? I love that he's just kicking the shit out of this guy. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> it's really he's weird. like, I need someone to train with, and he's just beating the fuck out of him. Hangs him up <laughs> on fucking with like rope and just yeah. beats the shit out of him. <laughs> really weird, but then well, he um, gets his own weird like side story too. And he does. Like, and they're like. Hey, I need you to ship these paper dolls out of this company. He's like, oh man, we've been yeah. fucking ripping them. I gotta like build permanent fucking ones or something. I guess I don't know. And then you brought it up, but the um, the ending of most of these films, or the lack of mm. thereof, was you know it was it was crazy. Yay, I killed the White Lotus. It really, in, in the like movie. no, like not like any sort of character wrap right. up or anything. It's just like, hey, I did the thing I was gonna do. Okay, we're good. We're I good. Mean, right? Yeah, it's very. I mean, it's Trump, it's, it, it reminds me of something Trump would like. You know, there's no like, there's <laughs> it just it just wraps up like, hey, we're just, this is pure fucking action. The second he's dead, roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> and we kind of brought up my my last runner up, which was the opening fight of Lotus, which you kind of said at the beginning here with what the fuck. Sometimes they're fun. Mm-hmm. This was a fun one for me. It was what the fuck, but every 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 move was a dick punch. Or trying to rip off his eyebrows. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I loved it. I was like, this is cool. And not every every move, but it's like mm. majority, like 50-50, was like all dick punches. They, asshole they, punches. They were going high and low. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. The, so like his, the, his friend was going high and was like Go going up knee. on his shoulders. Yeah. Go for the ankle. Like, it was like a speed bag on his nuts. Yeah. He didn't even like, on one point he's like on his like back just like scooting his legs and like punching yeah. up to yeah, his no, dick. Yeah, Gordon Liu is full on like fucking snake <laughs> style on this motherfucker in the and dick. Then, and then I'm that's like, my, oh, that's my what the fuck. So I'm well. watching this first movie, right? I got my bowl. So I'm eating Lucky Charms, yeah. right? I'm eating Lucky Charms. I'm like, man, this is interesting. I like, I like how it's filmed because it's like it's freeze frame, and then back to the fight. Yeah, freeze, back to the fight. You know, and it's like speed bag on the guy's nuts, <laughs> ripping out his eyebrows, and then it, I'm like, okay, wow, what the fuck <laughs> is, this is pretty cool. And then it ends with bloody dick. Like yeah. did, they, did they rip his dick off? I, I'm not sure. Like I said, I've, I've watched it many. I, I keep rewinding. I don't think so. Was that his nerve? Like his I don't know. Nerve? It, it's not because they the, that for that specific shot they pull out mm-hmm. and it's not totally clear. I think they pull his dick off. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Because, like, <laughs> this midsection is nothing but blood. I, I know. Go yeah. ahead and uh, comment on this on Facebook. <laughs> Tell us if you think they ripped Pame's dick off. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you defeat Pame. You don't feed him a fish head. You rip his dick off. <laughs> she went the long route, man. <laughs> Wait for him to go to sleep and rip his dick off. <laughs> Okay, that takes us to our number one. Well, no, what well, the fuck? Oh, okay, yeah, that, yeah, was yeah. That, was, that was mine. Oh, that was yours. Okay, just punched him in the dick. Um, mine is "Come Drink with Me." Um, I was really confused for a good portion of this movie because everyone that she meets calls her "Sir" or "Mister" yeah. or stuff like yeah, that. that. Was and I was rude. like, I was like, do it, am, are they? She's supposed to like be a man? I don't know. Or do they think that she's a man, but she's just like not. Like, it was very confusing. She's very clearly a woman. Yeah, she's very clearly very a woman. Very clear. Not like she's and dressed like a man or anything. Like, clearly a woman. They never... Unless I've missed something, I haven't watched it twice. There's no indication that she needs to be a man to be in her station or whatever. No. And she has... At the end of the movie, she has all those other female warriors in her, like, unit exactly. or whatever. It's not like... 
they don't have women who fighters. I don't. Yeah. I don't so get for it. For a movie that's like, hey, we're putting a woman in charge. Like it's a really like feminine, like led movie, really powerful movement for women. Like we're just gonna call her like sir and dude and shit. <laughs> this whole right. fucking movie. And I was like, this is so weird. Like so, occasionally they will dress her like a, like a woman, like a she's a princess, and so they like talk to her that way. But then right back to sir and shit. Yeah, I don't know I don't if know. that's cultural or what. Like I tried looking it up, and no one else is fucking talking about this because. No one's really talking about Come Drink With Me. (laughs) 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 All right, uh, spoilers for Worst Film for Me for What the Fuck, um, and spoilers for our poll, but um, Five Deadly Venoms is ranked number 11 in Entertainment Weekly's top 50 cult films of all time, and it's included among the 1,001 movies you must see before you die. Yeah. I think it fucking sucks. I don't think it sucks, but <laughs> I, I liked it. A lot. Did you? Yeah. I, I, I did. I do not get it. I thought this movie sucked. That we know when they they wear their masks. Uh-huh. I think their mask looks shitty. I know it's it's a time thing. Okay, that's an age thing. But their mask looks shitty. I don't understand a fucking word they're saying oh, when they're, when they're talking with their masks saying. on. Um, I, I thought the fighting was shitty, especially after coming off of uh, Lotus. Five Deadly Venoms is the second movie I watched. Um, the, the fighting didn't do it for me. The really, screen, the, the fight at the end of Fight Deadly Venoms is awesome. Yeah, I just I, I, I just didn't care. And then um, the uh, torturing people for confessions was just like it was like a Wayne movie I was watching, mm-hmm. like a cousin Wayne torture porn. <laughs> it's like it's like we want his confession. He's not giving it to torture him. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It was just a really weird movie. I don't understand. Like, I can understand someone like you know you're like, eh, do you think it's like a, a thousand and one movies you should see before you die? No, but I i mean, I had fun while I was watching Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I like mean, Fist of the White Lotus, One-Armed Swordsman, you know, none of those are, I don't think any of those are in the thousand and one movies you should see before you die. Right. You know, so I, it's just really weird to me. Well, I, I did not get the love. I mean, it, it's got a lot of cultural significance, I think, in China, too, because I think this is like, the Shaw Brothers had a studio for a while and stuff. They were making movies like Come Drink With Me and One-Armed Swordsman, but like Five Deadly Venoms is when they finally like took off. Like that was their big one. Like I think it was like the highest grossing movie in China for like a really yeah, long time. And, that, and that's cool, but like 50 cult films of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, was like, I don't know about that. I, I read that and, it, and I, I read that after I watched it and I was like, ah, oh, man, I don't know. I, it was my worst film. I liked it. It's not my worst, it's not the worst film, but it's certainly not my favorite. Wouldn't you like to see some praise though on Lotus, you know, or yeah. One-Armed Swordsman instead of yeah. like, it was, oh, that's absolutely. What, that's what's confusing to me. Right. You know, but that was my what the fuck. Um, so that takes us to best score or soundtrack. <clears throat> um, you know, it, when you're watching movies, sometimes like the score gets lost on you a lot, mm-hmm. and so you have to go back and like listen to them. I all of these have very very similar yeah. soundtracks, yeah. and you expect that when you're making movies every nine days to just right. kind of keep recycling songs, and they they do. Some of these movies have the exact same songs in them, even though they're fucking decades apart. Yeah. Sometimes a movie every nine days. Yeah, I mean you got you got to do you got to do things like that. You use yeah. the same props and actors and shit, uh, so you're gonna use the same songs. Um, some of it was just like. Meh, some of it was like, eh, okay. Like, right. I wasn't blown away by anything, yeah. but I wasn't expecting to be. Like, these types of movies aren't, you know, known for their music a whole lot. Uh, so I just fucking just gave it to Fist of the White Lotus just to give it a point, honestly. Okay, <laughs> okay so... I like the score to that, too. I do. Okay. I thought it was the best... I, like, I, I legitimately thought it was the best one, but it was like, it didn't, like, blow me away. Yeah. It's not, like, very it tra- really deserves this point. It's very it's just, traditional, right. but I like the, the, the traditional scores yeah. of these kind of movies. I also went this the White Lotus, but it was... This was, this was I think, by far the hardest yeah, probably. category. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, they, they do all sound so similar. And I think... I honestly feel like the only reason I gave it to White Lotus is because I have... I watched that opening sequence so many times yeah. that that... that 
dun 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 dun, dun. you know that yeah. fight sequence is just like stuck in my head that's the one I can think of um I did think it was interesting all throughout the series like for a lot of the big fights there's no music it's it's just mm-hmm. yeah. the ching ching you yeah. know sound though it's which is cool you <laughs> like know but over usage of sound effects and oh shit, yeah but like, yeah, yeah I like that though I do too yeah, um, so all the films, like you said, Kyle, had, you know, traditional Shaw Brothers scores, you know, mm-hmm. uh, from this era. Um, I do, I did like One-Armed Swordsman. I thought it had a pretty cool score, um, along with uh, Fist of the White Lotus, um, but I'm giving my award to Come Drink With Me. Um, I had a few scenes um, where Drunken Cat sings with the children. Mm-hmm. I thought the music in that really? film was atrocious. See, I, like, I, I, I really enjoyed his singing with the kids, and did you guys listen to the lyrics at all? The lyrics gave um, away where the bandits are to Golden Swallow, so she could I find the bandits. I didn't watch it with subtitles. Okay, yeah. So it was, was in, it was in Chinese or whatever the song. Yeah, yeah. So the subtitles. Um, within oh, the, I didn't have the subtitles. Yeah, so on, within so, so within the song is the location of the bandits. So he's kind of giving her information, oh, huh. okay. you know, with the kids and singing along. And I thought that was that's the, cool. I yeah, so that. I thought "Come Drink with Me" was trying to do something different. You know, um, with, with their music. And it wasn't trying to just be their, the traditional score. Uh, I really like those sequences with uh, with Drunken Cat, you know. And uh, it, it just gave it a little bit of prestige to me, you know. Um, like, I, I could see that they were doing something different. And uh, so that kind of stood out for me. That's why I went Come Drink With Me. Okay. Um, that takes us to Best Quote. Best Quote. I love that. <laughs> sorry, just about. I love that after that song, the kids even apologize. They say, like, yeah. we're sorry for our shitty singing. <laughs> 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 It's pretty much like ting tong, touch you while the bandits are in the hills. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Bro. That's yeah, yeah that's, that's remarkably good. accurate. <laughs> all right, so best quote. Um, you know, I I was surprised there weren't a lot of great quotes yeah, out so of these like, movies either. Like, there's you know usually that great like fight quote or something like yeah. these movies really didn't have that. Um, you know, uh, Priest White Lotus, he says some cool things, but nothing like world blowing or anything to me. Um, I did go with, uh, One Armed Swordsman, and it's between, uh, Chi Pei Er and Van <laughs> Gong. And, uh, she goes, Don't you know I've always loved you? And he loved me. You always did your best to torture me. You cut off my arm. <laughs> only because you were cold and arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only because you were cold yeah, and arrogant. Yeah, cold and arrogant. Like, that's totally your fucking fault. Of course I'm gonna cut your arm off. Yeah, that. I went with that. I, the, the Priest White Lotus had all the best lines, I yeah. think, man. I, I ended up with it. You must be out of your mind to try and fight me with your childish tiger crane skill. <laughs> You've got no chance but to join your friend Abiao in hell. In hell. Yeah. <laughs> so you can get more lessons from him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for more lessons. Yeah, I, I forgot to write that last part. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, any runner-ups, guys? I, I like that one where it says, uh, so runner-up for me is White Lotus. Your kung fu is only good for fishing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love that. Um, but I went uh, Fist of the White Lotus as well. Uh, White uh, White Lotus tells Hung Wen Ting, I don't want you to die in here. Ruining my sacred chapel and my home. I'll make sure you die somewhere else. You'll die slowly after my hundred pace palm. Yeah. So what I love about that, though, is like, so White Lotus can kill, we've seen earlier, with a seven pace palm kill. Right. But he does a hundred pace palm palm kill on Ting so he won't fucking so he doesn't have to deal with his fucking body <laughs> so, he dies, <laughs> so out he dies on the fucking woods somewhere <laughs> it's like cause you know like in the beginning it was a seven, yeah. it was a seven palm right. you know yeah, it's yeah. like that's so badass like I'm gonna I'm not gonna fuck around I'm just I'm gonna kill you with a hundred so he's like what the 
the fuck away. <laughs> get the fuck out get of my house before you die. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to deal with this shit. <laughs> I was like, that's so, you know, when you start thinking about it, I was like, that's awesome, dude. That's dirty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dirty motherfucker. <laughs> so that takes us to, oh, there's another great quote, too, from, uh, I don't have it in my notes. Maybe you guys can um, trigger my memory, but um, it was in 36 Chamber of Shaolin when the guy's begging for mercy. And he says something like, don't kill me, don't kill me. You're like, a, you're a monk. Mm-hmm. And he's like, even Buddhist, even even Buddha has to, you know, conquer evil, I think is what he oh, says. Something like, something like that. that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty cool. All right, that takes us to best uh, screenplay. Best screenplay. Uh, I went with Fist of the White Lotus, uh, just because I, I had the most fun, I guess, with the dialogue and the story. The the brother is kind of weird and out of place, but <laughs> really everything weird. else is, is pretty cool. I like the idea that, you know, you can't hit the priest because he's basically the fucking version of the wind, like a human form of wind. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know, uh, May is the person that, like, is the master, which is totally, you know, backwards from what you would normally think. Uh, and I, I just had... I guess just the most fun in a, in a laid out story way with this. Uh, I I I did like the 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 initial story to Five Deadly Venoms too. I just don't think that the dialogue. And stuff I do was think there it's the strongest attribute. Yeah, yeah. Just like the concept. The concept. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like the concept. Um, yeah. I don't know. This best screenplay for me, uh, Shang Shi and Kuang was One Arm Swordsman. Um, I, again, I keep going back to the characters. I think they're they're the most like. They just have the best dynamics. I think. I think, especially um, what's 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 her fucking name? Uh, Xiaoman, the the peasant girl. Mm-hmm. Who, like she's like the most like woke supporting actress in this whole. You know, like she understands exactly what's going on. She doesn't want uh, Fang Kong to sort of to to leave her again. She won't have anything. Uh, she gives him the manual that teaches him how to fight with his left hand. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, man. The, the, for. I like everything about One Arm Swordsman, to be honest with you. I, there's I, there's no, like, downside for me, man. The, yeah. The, I think it's probably my third favorite. Um, yep. I think Fist of the White Lotus was my favorite, and mm-hmm. then 36 Chamber of Shaolin, and then probably um, One Arm Swordsman. But I tell you what, it was bookend. Like, mm-hmm. I, I started with Lotus, ended with 36 Chamber of Shaolin, mm-hmm. and then everything in the middle was like, I was, so you can, like, I was like, oh, Lotus right. is so awesome, and everything was like, man, this is, this isn't turning out how I want to, and mm-hmm. then 36 Chamber of Shaolin came, I was like, man, this is fucking nice, nice bookend, yeah. you know? Right. I think um, that One of Swordsman, like I said before, it feels the most like a traditional movie. It does, yeah. It has, like, a, the most relatable, maybe, arc, and it yeah. has more resolution. It's a fun vengeance story, too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, best screenplay, I went with the uh, 36 Chamber of Shaolin. Um, over half of the movie is written as a training montage, mm-hmm. all right? Um, probably the longest training montage in history, right? <laughs> right. Uh, probably. Um, but I'm never bored. Um, I'm intrigued by every single chamber. Um, I love the character of Santee. Um, it's based off a folk story. And I think if you wanted to, um, you could, uh, there's some philosophical and some uh, political commentary that you could probably bite into if you wanted to. Sure. So overall, I think 36 Chamber of Shaolin is a fun movie, but I think there's a lot there too if you want to do. So I'm going with 36 Chamber of Shaolin. Awesome. And that's hard too to like when you're doing a, a training montage movie where mm-hmm. an hour of this is a training montage. Right. That's hard to keep people interested in because most movies do that in five minutes. You know, right. it's an afterthought or just kind of tacked on. It's what you expect from a Van Damme movie, right? Mm-hmm. But this is the pinnacle, you know, um, training movie. Yeah, you know? I agree. Absolutely. And so I think they did a great job with that. And that starts with the screenplay. So um, that takes us to best special achievement. Alright, uh, my special achievement, I had a, you know, bunch of different things for each movie being kind of cool, like, uh, you know, having a damaged hero and one-armed swordsman, and, 
uh, the female master from Fist of the White Lotus, but I really, I know you said you didn't really like it, but I loved the choreography in Five Deadly Venoms. Right. I love the fight choreography uh, throughout the entire movie. I think my problem was, I think it um, was slow to me compared to Lotus, you know? Sure. I thought some of the choreography really, was Really, because I, really I think the choreography in Lotus is very like, it's very like stop and go, stop um, and go. You know what I mean? They will do they do like a very quick movement, but then it feels like there's a pause, then there's mm-hmm. a very quick movement. Maybe the it style feel like there's, little, there's yeah. momentum. Yeah, maybe the style um, yeah, yeah, enriching that for me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because everyone's got their own distinct style in yeah, yeah, yeah. Five Deadly Venoms, and they're sticking to that style through the whole movie, um, which I think may play into that. But I think that also kind of is why I like it so much, is everyone's got their you know, their strengths, and they're playing to their strengths. And I, right. I really love that, like, four-way fight at the end. I thought it was really I did, too. Great. I wish, I think, the like, the centipede, like, he's so fucking fast. Like, it's like mm-hmm. he's, it's like he's got a hundred legs or whatever, but, like, if, in the, it doesn't seem that way when they fight. Like, the mm-hmm. lizard dude's just as fucking... It seems like he's just yeah. as fast, you know what I mean? Or, uh, I, I wanted to see... And it felt like, even when they were describing them, they were like, oh, the centipede's fast as fuck. And they were like, the snake... He's fast as fuck. Yeah, no, but like, three of them were all about their speed. Right, and <laughs> like, I was like, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> like, so... <laughs> Rip his dick off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I also want fight choreography, and I liked the fight choreography in, in all of these films except for Come Drink With Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to give it the rubber chicken, actually. Oh, whoa. I don't know where it is. It doesn't matter. Re- re- I was a donkey. Yeah, we're in the remodel the, still. So the, uh, Specifically what I don't like about it, especially when, when uh, Golden Swallow fights in the beginning with, um, what's his name, Smiling Green Dragon, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. his name is. Uh, I feel like all those fights, it's it's like it's like maybe when they when they were actually doing it, they were doing it in slow motion. But then they they just use special effects to like actually speed up the action, yeah, yeah. and it looks really obviously like sped up. And mm-hmm. I just don't like the look of that. Um, I don't see it as much in the last half, but the first half of that film, where, where it's primarily her fighting other other guys, it's re- I find it very distracting. So yeah, I I, I had to take a fucking rubber chicken. Okay. <laughs> Come drink with me for that. Yeah, um, special achievement. I'm uh, going to echo a lot of what I said um, about best screenplay, and I'm going with the hour-long, if not more, training sequences. Mm. Um, I think that's quite the achievement because, like I said, it's never dull. Uh, most of the chambers are iconic and imaginative, you know, and uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's the blueprint for training movies, you know? And right. uh, I, think that, I think that's quite the achievement, you know? Like, uh, I, I didn't think that if you told me that you're going to watch a movie where this guy just trains the entire movie, yeah. I'd be like, well, that kind of sounds yeah, boring. There's no, like, love story in the middle. There's, like, no. nothing. It's literally, yeah. like, training, 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 training. Yeah, and but they, they hooked me with that, and I absolutely loved it. And uh, watching him uh, – and, and what's interesting, too, is all, they could have went completely, like, the wrong way with this. Um, every – Every chamber could have been just a laughing stock, you know. Mm. So you know, um, in Fist of the White Lotus, with the, the lack of a better word, the brother that the, he beats the shit out of, yeah. right? You know how that just didn't fit in White Lotus, and that's like, probably like the least my least favorite part of the movie. Like all of the chamber sequences could have been that. Oh yeah, you know, um, especially for this time, this era, Shaw Brothers. Um, but um, you know, they um, there was something just very special about these training sequences that they were trying to do something different, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I really enjoyed that. So that was my special yeah, achievement. Each chamber was unique to different skills. Yeah. They weren't all like, oh, we're trying to trick you. But a couple of them, you know, had that like trick kind of thing to it. And then, you know, he's working on speed and agility yeah. and, and strength. And 
Yeah. Especially that one that we like a lot, um, the, where log. He's, the log, you know, like mm-hmm. I love when he finally gets that jump down. He's, he's on the buckets, you know, he's mm-hmm. trying to figure out the buckets, uh, you know, trying to stand, oh, on, yeah, stand yeah. on those while they're rolling. And then he does, and then he's so badass at it that he does like, he does the, this, one, like trick. the one-legged, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, like jump, you know. So it's just really cool to see him succeed every time. And uh, I think that's a quite the achievement to, to, to do that, do it right in mm-hmm. what, 1978? You yeah, know? 80, I think. Yeah, 1980, 1978. So I think the... Yeah. yeah. So I thought that did something really special there with that movie. Um, that takes us to Best Supporting. Best Supporting. Um, if you've been listening, I really like Fist of the White Lotus, and I really like the character in May. So Kara Wai in that, uh, playing, you know, the, the recently new mother who becomes a master trainer in feminine kung fu, I guess. <laughs> uh, it's just pretty cool. And she's like... Absolutely no nonsense. Like, she's, like, not taking shit from him <laughs> at all. And she's, like, still trying to take care of her brother, too. And she's got a baby she's taking care of. And she's being a master. And she's, like, running this kind of sweatshop, basket-making sort of ring <laughs> thing they got going on. Like, she's just fucking badass. And I really like the performance that she, she put through. Uh, she doesn't really waver. You don't see a lot of super strong, you know, female characters in movies like this. And even though Come Drink With Me had to you know, a female lead through the whole thing, like, she still shined over over that, in my opinion. Right on. Yeah, if you've been listening, I, I really like one of swordsmen, so yeah. I, went, I went with uh, Xiao Xiao, who plays Xiao Mon, uh, the, the peasant girl who who, uh, who takes him in. Uh, she's there for him all throughout the movie. She nurses him back to health. She teaches him, or she gives him the manuscript that, that teaches him how to fight with his left hand. Uh, she supports him all the way until he's healthy again. They fall in love. He explains later, you know, that she taught me the one thing that you couldn't teach me that, which was like affection, you know, and then you really completed me in the end. And uh, I buy their relationship more than anybody else in the whole marathon, really. So right on. And then um, I'm going with uh, Low Lay, mm-hmm. Fist of the White Lotus, which did you say he directed Fist of the White Lotus? He did. That's something I missed. That's something I missed. That's pretty badass. But uh, Low Lay, he played the evil twin priest White Lotus. Um, it's just his performance. I can't take my eyes off of him. He's so fucking energetic and just, you know, he's a smug bastard, man. Right. I fucking love him. The way that he moves his body is, <laughs> is so iconic, man. Yeah. Um, his smirk, his on-screen charisma. Um, he's created, at this point, one of my favorite martial art villains. You know, I, oh, I don't yeah. think there's any anyone past him. And, you know, I got, uh, we're doing a, a lot of martial arts movies this year. I don't know if anybody will ever come, you know, like, take his place. But right now, um, as villains concerned, you know, like, he's at the top, man. I mean, no one touches this guy as a villain. So, um, I'm going Lule. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that takes us to best lead. All right. Um, I'm going Gordon Liu. But do I go Fist Away Lose? 36 Chamber Shaolin. Uh, and I'm going 36 Chamber. Uh, I think he's got just more of a, a full character going on in this movie. Um, he's that He took my best hero uh, because that performance kind of helps push that, that I'm down and out and I'm really fucking pushing everywhere I go. He looks like he's like really physically doing a lot of shit for yeah. this movie too, yeah. um, which I really appreciate. Uh, he's got a lot of great facial expressions going on in this one, and I really like uh, the opening title sequence, just like him doing all like the fucking like chamber shit before you even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like really just fucking just selling like that movie yeah. and just the title sequence. He sells sequence. that movie. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going Gordon Liu. And uh, just for any listeners who don't know, um, Gordon Liu ended up playing Pai Mei, Pai yeah, Mei, Pai Mei in, in Kill, Kill Bill. Bill, and he's I think he's the head of the uh, the Crazy Eighty Eights too. He's uh, Johnny Mo. No, he's uh, yeah. is it Johnny Mo? Johnny okay, Mo. yeah. The guy's so fucking awesome. Uh, where are you going? Uh, this was a tie. So I also went with Gordon Liu as Sante in 36 Chamber of Shaolin, and then I tied it with Yu Wong as Fong Kong in yeah, One Yeah, I almost did. I fucking almost did. 
Um, I'm going uh, 36 Chamber of Shaolin, Gordon Liu, man. This guy, I'm surprised more people don't talk about this guy. You know what? You know? All throughout, that was almost a what the fuck for me. Yeah. Was really just like, when I'm watching these films, and everybody, everybody goes on and on about Bruce Lee, and I love Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. but like... Watch fucking Gordon Lewis in like yeah. you know what I mean, like Fist of the White Lotus and fucking or or, or Thirty Six Chamber of Shaolin and come fucking come back and tell me that's not just as impressive, like because yeah. it is. The yeah, dude's fucking jacked. Yeah, he should be talked about with or at least with the icons. And I'm talking, and, and a lot of people do. Like if there's someone out there that's really into martial arts movies, you know who Gordon Lewis is, right? Yeah. But I'm talking mainstream. Mainstream right. know who Jean Claude Van Damme is. People should know who fucking Gordon Lewis is. But uh, you know, like what a performer, man. He can act. Um, you said it yourself. Um, great physical performer. You know, yeah. like he puts his his body into this movie. Um, but as an actor, I buy him as a young student. You know, going in and by the end of this movie, a fucking master. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I buy that uh, complete uh, transition. Um, I liked him in both movies, Fist and Thirty Six. But I think Thirty Six is that uh, from what I've seen of all of his movies, his defining role. You know, he's just he's just transcendent, man. We watched five mm-hmm. movies and no one mm-hmm. comes close you know i almost tied i do like the performance one uh, arm swordsman uh but no one comes close to gordon Liu, man he's just he's got this and he's a baby face too which is hard to pull off when mm-hmm. you're you're a martial artist you know he's got uh he doesn't have a haggard look he doesn't have that yeah. like oh, i wouldn't fuck with that guy kind of look he's, right. he's like i could totally kick that dude's ass yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's almost got like a tony jaw look because tony jaw's kind of got a baby face which we'll be talking a little bit about tony jaw in the coming months um, but uh, yeah, I thought his performance was amazing. I'm a, I'm a big at this point Gordon Liu fan. Mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome. I think I think he just died recently. Well, a couple years Did ago, he? 20, I didn't 20, know that. 2013 is when really? he died. So oh, okay. uh, that kind of sucks. But um, best scene. Uh, I'm, I was not a big fan of this movie, Come Drink With Me, but I really like the bar scene. Just the the entirety of it, oh, uh, with the kids yeah. singing and then being like fucking Two weird. Two bar and, like, scenes said, in a row for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, I love <laughs> bar scenes. Um, so they got that whole scene, and then like all these dudes, like, fucking with her, they're, like, trying to kick her ass, and they don't, like, they don't let up. Like, you'd think, like, after the first really fucking impressive time she stops them, they'd be like, all right, maybe we should they, back like, off. that keg they at her, and like, she's like, like, keg, like a, she's just smacking shit away. They're fucking throwing benches, and she's just cutting them in half with her hands. She's like, I love how, like, leave me the fuck alone. I'm just trying to drink. I love how they, they keep, I mean, it's super obvious, but they're still trying to be nonchalant. They, like, uh-huh. walk up and, hey, I'm just going to pay for my shit, and they, like, reach in and grab a dagger or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it just, <laughs> she obviously yeah, knows know. what you're yeah. doing. Like, like, that's <laughs> stupid. Like, and they, like, it's, like, five or six times. They're trying to, yeah. like, can, like, trick her, and it's like, Clearly, she is stopping you every fucking time. Like, get your shit together, guys. Like, uh, but I, I, I really enjoy that scene. Like, it's uh, something that really stood out to me. Good. There is no specific scene in Thirty Six Chamber of Shaolin, but I went with the, the entire training. I was like, it was like Sunday's <laughs> like Shaolin Temple training, this movie. Gotcha. which is I know it's like the whole fucking movie, but like. I just love it. I could watch. I could watch. Yeah, it. it's it is amazing. We've we said this a few times, but like I could just go back and watch it again, and it's just fucking training the whole movie. Yeah. But I, I want to watch it. That's again. why I got my special achievement. They're p- pulling that off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? it's so fucking yeah. It's 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 awesome. Um, my best scene uh, is Fist of the White Lotus. This is like my psycho all over again. It was very <laughs> one-sided. Um, with hey, I'm, I'm with you on this one. Uh, final fight scene uh, between Ting and the White Lotus. 
Um, I went to the mm. fight in detail with my best kill award, but uh, the hero pulls out everything to beat the villain and finally takes him out with the the uh, acupuncture kill. Mm-hmm. I just there's nothing. It was my my favorite fight scene, my favorite scene. It's awesome. So and it's like six minutes long, I think. Yeah, man. yeah it's pretty you know, long. It's, it's pretty long. long. So favorite, my favorite scene in the marathon. Um, that takes us to what defining moment? Defining yep. moment. That's something that. Uh, Kind of just sticks with you. It could be a poster, a performance, really anything that, like, when I say Shaw Brothers Marathon, what's the first thing that pops into your head? Uh, for me, I'm going with 36 Chamber of Shaolin. It's that opening title sequence. Like, oh, him, like, so fighting good. in that fucking, like, little, like, black room, but, like, there's, like, a waterfall in it. And, like, oh, he's just got that yeah. the fucking shaved head, and he just looks so fucking cool. Like, he just <laughs> looks like a monk that's ready to fucking tear you in two. Yeah. I love it. I'll talk about that a little bit more later. I, I do like that. This was this was hard for me, too, because I knew going in that the defining, the defining characteristic of the marathon will be the sound effects. But they, because they, they, when I think of the Shaw Brothers, I just think of it just that really fucking way over the top, like, shoo, 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 you know, like yeah, yeah. super fucking kung fu fighting sound effects. Um, but it was like, well, which well, which movie? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it, it, like you said, uh, I, I threw it at fucking Fist of the White Lotus because, uh, you know, because I wanted to, honestly. <laughs> you know, like, um, Fist of the White Lotus, I feel like, is so over the top. In, in in a good way. Yeah. Give you know me my I mean? cereal. Like, yeah, it's 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 all it's very it's almost I know that it's like an original, but it feels very fan servicey, but yeah. I really like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's got everything that I want from a from just a fucking badass kung fu. Yeah, movie. yeah, for like, sure. Defining moment, man. I'm going Fist of the White Lotus. I almost <clears> went thirty six Chamber of Shaolin for <throat> that opening sequence. It's yeah. badass. I'll, yeah. I'll talk a little bit more about that later, but um, you know, watching this, uh, I wasn't too familiar with Shaw Brothers. I know that, uh, I mean, you look at all these movies, um, one of my favorite directors of all time, if not my favorite, is Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Um, he was inspired by Come Drink With Me. Um, it's a movie that he wanted to, to direct with um, the, the Weinstein Company. It was, mm-hmm. you know, in the, actually, they announced it. Okay, and then it uh, you know fell through, but um, Five Deadly Venoms, you know, it's the uh, Deadly Viper Squad, right? You know, it's like everything. Like he's inspired by all these movies, um, but I did not know I was going to be treated with the um, the the inspiration for Kill Bill's five point palm exploding heart right. technique. It's uh, it's a great move, and um, you know, uh, White Lotus pulls it off, but he does the seven pace palm kill right at the beginning of the movie. So just seeing the original was a real treat for such a Quentin Tarantino film. Like, oh, yeah. that's where that's where it was inspired from. Right. I don't know if, like, the, the Executioners at Shaolin, which is the movie before this one that we were talking talking about before the podcast, I don't know if it's in that, mm-hmm. but this was my, you know, introduction well, to that move that I love so much in Kill Bill. Yeah, the, so, I mean, if you just run through all the... He, he, does, he does the... Basically does the five-point palm exploding heart technique. He does... Um, Fuck! What else does he do? He he's like as light as air, you know, so he can like land on the sword, uh-huh. right? When she th- spins it at him, they do the thing, the same thing where like where the bride kicks him and he like catches her foot yeah, with, uh-huh. with his nuts, basically. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. they do the same thing, but Gordon Lou like, goes to grab his dick and he like it makes that like sound or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. when he goes for it. Um, it's just it's just awesome. Yeah, like that, it's that just opening fun, sequence like, with the monks though, when he comes in, he just strolls in at nighttime. Yeah, and then yeah. he does that count. He's like, okay, go ahead and right. you know, walk. You know, I'm gonna count to seven. You know, down, and they all right. fall. And they got blood coming out of their mouth. I'm like, that's you know, kill Bill. With- you know what I like too? I because as soon as I finished, I went on YouTube and I looked up all my favorite like Pi scenes from Kill Bill, uh-huh. and just when Bill is around the campfire with the flute and he's talking about Pi uh-huh. and he's saying, you know, like that, you know, the he. 
this monk didn't nod at him and, and they went and they killed all these monks and he, and he says, you know, like, all the, the Shaolin Temple was destroyed by the fists of the White Lotus and whatever. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, well, that's, fuck, that's, I, that's so, where it came so from, let, you know? So, just, like, just shooting the shit here, do you think that, uh, that maybe Ting didn't defeat him at the end of White Lotus? He survived somehow and becomes Pai Mei and Kill Bill? I don't know. You know? I don't, I mean, I don't I mean, know. I, Pai Mei is in, like, a lot yeah, Pai Mei's in a movies. bunch of because movies. in 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 Clan, you know, of the of the or Clan of the Fist of the White Lotus here, he has the seven move, mm-hmm. right? Starts off the seven, right? He knows the hundred, but we never see him do the five, right? You know, so I'm thinking that he survived with Ting, <laughs> right? Doesn't age, he's conquered that shit, right? Right. Yeah. He's in Kill Bill, and he's learned the five yeah. exploding heart technique. I love, know? I love too that like he is he is like a villain. I mean, even even in Kill Bill, I mean, like you think of him as. He's very as neutral in Kill Bill, I think. Well, I mean, like, if you think about it, he is training, like, assassins. I mean, they're yeah, not yeah, good yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. He's you know like, what I mean? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? I like, because like, hero. He's not fucking Rocky Balboa, you know what I'm right, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. He's, got some, he's got some dark history, I think. Yeah, I, I, def, I, I like I like that. I saw him described somewhere. He's, like, basically the Sith Lord of, like, Kung Fu. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, I sure. love that shit. Like, Fuck yeah. All right, guys, that takes us to... Um, oh, yeah, real quick. Um, Santee. In Chamber of Shaolin, mm-hmm. it almost got my defining moment, but I'm such a Tarantino fan, I had to go there. Uh, but uh, Santee in 36 Chamber of Shaolin, that moment when he invents the fucking um, three-way nunchuck staff oh, yeah. and defeats the master, I was like, that is so cool. That's for, yeah. Because you see him, he's training in like that courtyard, and that ba- bamboo falls, and he's like, huh. And then next scene, you see him with a new, because he's already got his ass beat in that courtyard, yeah, like, yeah. what, four or five times, you know, three times. And then he comes up with this new weapon. You're like, oh, oh and, yeah. And he even looks at him like, what is this new weapon? He created, a new, <laughs> he created a new weapon. Yeah. I'm like, that is cool, man. It is pretty fucking cool, man. Dope. Dope. All <laughs> right. Now we got best director. Uh, and I'm going with Lay Low, Low Lay, however you want to <laughs> put it together, uh, for Fist of the White Lotus. Uh, I really like the way this movie is shot. I think it's got some of the, the better fight scenes uh, just throughout. Uh, the way they're like, they make those like paper dolls move and shit as they're going through them. And like the way that they, they make, you know, uh, the white Lotus priest and whatever fucking move around and shit. Uh, just getting good performances top to bottom. I really, except for the weird brother would just throw that whole fucking thing. That, if that part didn't exist in this movie, that would be totally different. Um, and it, you know, being in the movie too himself, like that's always cool just to have someone that can why he's such be, a in it, be in it, yeah, <laughs> be in the movie and direct it and do such a good job. Yeah, right on. This was a hard one too because, like, yeah, a, lo- a lot of times you can look up, you can look up on Wikipedia. You'll find some fan site about you know it'll tell you a story behind the scenes stories, and you really get to see like, well, what what did the director do? There's none of that shit for these no. movies. You, you look, really I, have to I, I dig could, deep, man. Yeah, I really had to like. I mean, I was to be honest for, for for just director. I was able to find like just reading about each of the directors and kind of how influential they were. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I went with it. So I went with uh, Shang-Chi. He, he did One-Armed Swordsman. Not only because I think that it's probably the, the best overall film, in my opinion. Um, I just feel like it's really well put together. I think the acting's put together. The music's great. The cinematography's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah this, was a, this was a hard one for me it's as hard. well. Um, I hope I don't butcher his name. Probably will, but... Uh... Lee Chi Lang, I think that's how you say his name. Thirty Six Chamber of Shaolin. Okay. Um, I I think his fight scenes, camera movement, editing are the best of the marathon, um, with the exception of White Lotus. Almost <laughs> went a tie here. I think this is the first marathon in versus um, since we started the three point rule. 
that um, I know this is only our second marathon, but we've done a lot of verses that um, I haven't tied. I usually have. I usually mm. usually use my two ties. I didn't use any of my ties um, tonight, but um, almost went uh, white lotus. But uh, he directed the hell out of those training sequences. Man, yeah. I can't uh, get that enough. Where. You know, like if you told me that we were, I'm watching a training movie, you know, it's it's usually that's a five five minute montage at best in a Van Damme movie mm-hmm. or a Rocky II movie. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but he he pulls it off. Um, most films would use that as, as as filler, but he uses this as the core of his movie, and he pulls it off so well. Um, he always keeps the movie fun and interesting. I think it has a good tempo, even. Um, I, the third act I have some issues with. I don't think the third act pays off, mm-hmm. you know, with with the core of the movie, the training sequences. But even then, I think it has a pretty good tempo to the movie. He gets to the temple pretty quickly, right. you know, and it, it's it's awesome and amazing. It's a Pantheon Temple movie, <laughs> right? Third act is a little shaky, but he still keeps it, you know, within a decent runtime. Keeps it uh, energetic. Um, I think he did the best job out of out of all five of these movies. That takes us to worst pick. You know what mine is. <laughs> uh, I actually have a tie here. Uh, mm. Come drink with me and One Armed Swordsman. I really, really, I really was not. How many feeling ties is this for you? These movies. That's my first tie. Okay. Uh, I really was not feeling either of these movies. I was, I was pretty bored. To I'm sorry. I was so thinking about the ties. Which ones two did you say? Uh, Come drink with me and One Armed Swordsman. Okay. Uh, I, the, you know, I'm watching martial arts movies, and I want I want to see some badass fights yeah, yeah. or something, and like I just don't feel I'm getting that in either of these movies. Like, you're hindered with the one arm, you know, kind of stuff, and I there just wasn't really a whole lot in Come Drink with Me. I didn't think the performances were that great, personally. Music was kind of whatever. Uh, just not not great movies that I really care to watch again. Did you vote? Um, I don't know if you were on the council at that time. Um, Kill Bill. Yes. You that did. was my first vote, I think. Dude, I tell you what, man. I think, because we've watched like, what, 10, 10 martial arts movies now. Something like that. It's a lot. Yeah. 10, we're going for 19 at the end of this. And I tell you what, I don't know if anything will beat, I'm, I'm not saying there's not another Pantheon film, I don't know if anything will beat fucking Kill Bill's my my personal favorite martial arts movie. I've heard yeah. people say like it's not it's not Pantheon, it's not Tarantino's favorite movie. Blah, the list goes on. I'm like, right. what the? F- I don't know what people are talking about because I think that he pulls. I can see his influence on mm-hmm. all these movies, but I think he made all of these movies so much better. I agree. I, I, I yeah. you know, I, I love that. You know, we should look back and respect these older films, right? But he took them to the next level. Um, you look at my favorite action scenes of all time. Next to Raiders of the Lost Ark is the uh, House of Blue Leaves. Kill mm. Bill. You know, I don't know. I just went on rant there, but uh, I think um, Kill Bill. There's a few movies that get a, a little bit of hate in our pantheon, Fright Night, and I've heard a lot of um, you know criticism about Kill Bill, and I don't get it, man. Mm. Kill Bill yeah. fucking deserves to be. There. I agree. Yeah, you put it. There were some. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, there were some people. I know Marshall had said he had voted no, but only because I wanted it included as a one and two together, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he doesn't like he doesn't think that two necessarily belongs, which I get. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But two's my least favorite, but I mean you presented it as a take it or leave it kind of thing, and right. you know. I think it's day, a complete take, story. Yeah, you know it's, I mean? it's a complete story. I take the whole story. If I'm watching Kill Bill tomorrow night, I'm watching both. Yeah. You know, so I agree with that. I never watch just one. one. Yeah, never right. one is so fucking amazing. Oh, so yeah. awesome. Anyway, I just had to go on that little rant there. Um, boom. Uh, what are we on? Worst picture? Worst picture? Come, come drink with me, hands down. <laughs> I just... I. I had to watch it twice. It was the only one that I really, like, I didn't follow. I hated the dubbing. Um, 
Do you see the inspirations for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon there? Kind of very lyrical. You very, know, it's it's very wushu. Is that how you say it? The wuxia. Yeah, yeah. That. It's it's very I similar that. to that. I, you know, it's I the don't, roots. It's the you can see the roots. I can see the roots. And I saw a bunch of people. You know, it was saying like, oh, it's you know, it's more revolutionary than the Crouching Tiger, Hidden. Dragon. I was like, I was just like, is it? I don't. I don't see that. Um, I also it has this weird story structure where like she's the the Golden Swallow is the main character for the majority of the of the when she's the main character, but then like this weird supporting character comes in and then at the end at the end of it's kind of it's kind of just his whole his fucking movie, movie yeah, at the end. Like him, yeah. I don't like that either, you know. So I don't know. I it, it didn't do much for me. To be I'm honest. glad Come Drink with Me didn't get a lot of love tonight because when it goes against one of the eventual, you know. Um, Drunken Master movies, mm-hmm. he's gonna get his fucking ass kicked yeah. by Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah, so Drunken Cat's gonna go fucking. Yeah, that's Drunken true. Cat's gonna go piss in the corner. <laughs> okay, he's gonna get whooped down. Uh, my worst pick. I'm not gonna say too much more about it. But Five Deadly Venoms. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Um, even though you guys might have liked it a little bit, I don't hear a lot of love. No, tonight. I didn't give it a lot of. I mean, yeah. I thought there were just two movies that were superior to it. But I, I enjoyed watching it. I'd it, watch it again. It's an well, it was another film where you have this main character in the beginning who goes out and then it just doesn't follow him. Yeah, it, it just follows this whole supporting cast the whole movie, and then he comes back in at the end. And I just feel like, what's the fucking point of this? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's a weird way to tell a story. And then it goes all back to our pantheon structure because you see the pole. You see the poll. Yeah. And the poll is, you know, and again, not too many voted in this because a lot of people aren't following, you know, they're, they're pumped it's for sure. Infinity War coming out in a couple weeks or Solo or Quiet Place or yeah, Island right. Dogs. So no no one's watching No one's watching Shaw Brothers, which is a shame. I think every, you know, genre needs to be looked at. But um, Five Deadly Venoms is, is taking the poll. It's, I'm pretty sure it's way ahead. It, it won, time. yeah. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. I was like, you know, I, I just, I don't get it. I really don't. So that, yeah. that was my... Uh, worst pick. Um, that takes us to wild card. Wild card. Uh, for this one, I went with just coolest look. Like someone that just has like that fucking like, you know, you you look at Bruce Lee and you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, Bruce Lee. I'm ready for a martial arts movie. Uh, so I got like, uh, you know, does this shape had a monk and thirty six chambers take it, or do you got you know come drink with me, which had nothing that looked cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fist of the White Lotus, I, you, you know, know what? Jaime, I, priest white. I, I disagree. I, I really? think if, if I were doing best look, I would go Golden Swallow. I think she really? looks really? fucking great. I think I really do. So I, you have yeah, I'm I'm best look is Pie May for me or White Lotus. I, I love I, look, do, I love the way he looks, but I always I can't I can't not think of. Tarantino's Pie May, right. yeah, yeah, where, yeah. I, where he just looks way better. Uh-huh. You know, and I get that it's you know fucking forty years earlier, but but mm-hmm. like, I, yeah, well, um, but I'm going with Five Deadly Venoms. I like the masks, even though they're kind of shitty looking. Like <laughs> it adds like so I much. Five Deadly Venoms. <laughs> See, I watched it. I watched it with subtitles, so I knew what they were saying during all that shit. I wasn't. I, it's not main. Aren't in darkness? Uh, but I like I like the mask because they like one of my favorite movies as a kid was Three Ninjas oh, and those yeah. masks those masks are inspired from this movie like it, they look just like those masks except they got little fucking animals for whatever their style yeah. is on them I thought they looked as shitty as they looked they also <laughs> looked cool in that that weird sort of like you know kind of like you really like the look of uh, John Nada you know because he's like it's really just plain he's dressed down he's wearing a flannel shirt and some fucking glasses yeah. like it's simple but it's it's fucking it works it works I yeah. liked it for five daily minutes. We just had a fucking, what was that, like a moped? <laughs> an airplane a landed moped, on your feet. Moped, moped, driving by the studio. Someone with a DUI decided to go fly out. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> Speed Demon, so man, goddamn. Only because I didn't cover this in, in any other category. I know we've talked about it a few times. Uh, I, I, if, I gotta give a fucking point to the fucking, you know, seven paces palm technique. Oh, like, nice. I just, I just, I, there was no opportunity earlier for me to talk about mm-hmm. it. I know we, we've touched base on it, but like, it's just fucking badass. Like, it, it's worth a point in and of itself. <laughs> like, um, I love, I love when he does that one. He's just fight like, you don't even see him do anything specific. He's just like beating the shit out of guys. He's like, all right, fuck off. <laughs> you know, go, <laughs> go away. You know, you know, run, go, go on, run. And then he like counts down and then you're down and they all fall down. Um, when he does the hundred pace palm later, there it slows down and he, you see that he's, there's this specific movement to it, mm-hmm. which is really cool. But um, that first one, just that seven paces palm against all the you know the the nobodies is fucking yeah. sweet, dude. Yeah, that's a great wild card. Um, I'm going to give some love to the opening credit sequence in 36th Chamber of Shadow. Oh, yeah. And it is so awesome, man. It's so iconic. Um, the opening is just Gordon Liu. White background, yellow words. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, that yeah. looks Christmas, fuck, right? Agree, yeah. And uh, you just see him go, yeah, <laughs> like for like three minutes. But it's like yeah. the baddest shit yeah. ever, right? It is. And yeah. then it, uh, he, then they put Gordon Liu in front of another background. It's pitch black and a mm-hmm. fucking waterfall. And like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is fucking cool. And then he's on fucking Mars, right? And I'm like, this is, it's like it's, it's like a sand and like a red background. Same shit. He's got a spear. And he's just fucking screaming, you know, explicit martial arts. Sounds, and then um, he's got the it, the white background. He's got the um, the rings on his arms. Oh yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, so Very I was kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wanted to see him use those. I did too. He never did. He never used those. But I'm like, man, this opening sequence is so cool. And so I'm thinking, um, like, dude, this dude is bitching. This <laughs> this dude is badass, right? And then the movie starts, and he's some just kind of like long haired fucking pussy, <laughs> long haired pussy student, right? And I'm like, yeah. oh. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see how he becomes... <laughs> just, like, tearing shit up, man. I, fuck, I loved it, dude. I was like, that's that's my wild card. I had to give some love to yeah, that. So, good. yeah. Um, that takes us to... We do best pick best already? Picture. Yeah, best we're, picture. We're flying through this. Picture, yeah. Best picture. Uh, for me, when we do best picture, it's, you know, something I just think is just something, absolutely Something best. I like. Yeah. I, it's movies <laughs> that I fucking hate. Uh, no, it's something that I like, and if it, you know, two things are close, which I had two things that were pretty close that I could have went with, it's the one that I would put in, if I, you know, had to go home and watch one of them, what would I watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going Fist of the White Lotus. Uh, just because it's, it's a little more fun. Uh, then 36 Chamber, there is some, like, humorous parts to it, even with the weird brother, who it sometimes <laughs> does make me laugh, but most of the time makes me just fucking, like, cringe. Oh, what the fuck? I'm just like, oh, good God. Um, and, uh, like, really fucking cool fight scenes. You're getting the best villain, and villains, like, can totally make a fucking movie for you, yeah, and that's why uh, Fist of the White Lotus just crushes it for me. It's really close for me, man. It, I'll, I'm gonna go one-armed swordsman, but Fist of the White Lotus is so close. Um... There are a few things that, that hold White Lotus back a little. One, yeah, of, yeah. one of them is the brother. The other ones, I just, I get that he has to learn this like effeminate, like ladies kung fu. Well, it's I don't, too I don't. Effeminate. It's very <laughs> effeminate. And he's like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very like. And then he, he has, he's like, uh, uh. <laughs> like, like you don't I don't know, make lady sounds to I make know, those Yeah, you don't have to like, you don't have to like have this alter ego or whatever. Like, <laughs> Um, Say too long foo, man. <laughs> right, yeah, it's very yeah, I I mean I get it. <laughs> but I don't I didn't think that was necessary. Uh-huh. Um so I want one arm swordsman. It's probably the one that I would I would recommend to people. People ask me like what's your you know, what's your favorite 
you know, Shaw Brothers film, I would say One-Armed Swordsman, but you should also check out Fist of the White Lotus. You should also check out 36 Shades of Shaolin. And I got, like, another 750 movies to watch before I can give you a yeah, full yeah, answer, yeah. but, you know. Man, I don't want to give a tie, so I, I'm not. I'm not going to stick with it. I'm not going to do a tie, but I want to so bad, especially with what you just said. If anybody asks, like, what's the best, I want to tell them, here's the double feature. Fist of the White Lotus and 36 Chamber of Shaolin. You oh. need to watch both these fucking movies right now, right? Don't forget all the other 800 titles. Like, watch these two, right? Um, God damn, should I do that or not? Oh. <laughs> if you don't, three points goes to whatever you pick. I, I think Fist of the White Lotus is safe anyway. I think it's safe, dude. Yeah, I'm going with the double feature. Yeah, I'm going with the double feature, dude. Fist of the White Lotus and 36 Chamber of Shaolin. Uh, both these movies have, I think, the, the best and kind of like the worst of the genre, though, like The Brother. I can't stand The Brother and some of that feminine kung fu that we're talking about. Yeah, it's kind of off, right? But the rest of that movie is so fucking fun. Yeah, the like, idea of it is fine. Yeah, the, it's yeah, just yeah, overplayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love the paper dummy stuff, man. I just like that. That's so cool. Um, but then 36 Chamber of Shaolin, like the beginning, slow start. You know, it's your average kung fu flick, right? Uh, but then he gets to the training, and that's amazing. Um, the only thing that hurts that movie for me is that third act. You know, like, I, I wish that some scenes were in different places or, you know, I, I don't know. There's The structure's really weird for that third act. It, it uh, the, the training montage, the long-ass training montage, mm-hmm. completely um, eclipses, I think, yeah. that third act. And so, um, but both these movies are so much fun. They're the reason that I love this genre. Um, Gordon Liu is amazing in both films. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's it's the key ingredients to kung fu. If you haven't watched them, any any kung fu fan needs to see both these movies. Take your Five Deadly, Deadly Venoms, take it to disc replay, sell that shit, and buy <laughs> uh, this double feature here because this is where it's at. <laughs> I, I, th- I think it starts off really... Uh, the 36 Chamber of Shaolin starts off really well as well. They have that ambush in the city where that dude comes mm-hmm. off the building. He, like, jumps off the building with that fucking axe and, like, yeah, chops yeah. that shit in half. Like, that was fucking badass, man. Yeah. Like, they just immediately, you know, you're in for some good shit. <laughs> well, this was a fun watch, guys. It was a fun marathon. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. We will count the golden idols. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back with the results. Do you hear the grasshopper, which is at your feet? Old man, how is it that you hear these things? Young man, how is it that you do not? We are back. Before we give the Golden Idol results, Kyle, what movie won the AV poll? Well, this poll didn't have a whole lot of votes going into it. <laughs> Let's uh, not know. say how many people voted. Right. Uh, well, you're going to get the numbers, so you can do the math yourself. Uh, but two of these movies got no votes. Uh, Fist of the White Lotus and Come Drink With Me got no votes. I'm sure if people could have given negative votes, Come Drink With Me would have got <laughs> negative votes. Um, with one vote was One-Armed Swordsman taking third place. Uh, second place, 36 Chamber Shaolin with six votes. And Five Deadly Venoms had 11 and won the AV poll. Um, they had more than all the others combined. So. Yeah. So what was last place? Fist? Uh, tied with Come Drink With Me. Yeah. Just the way it was Come Drink With Me. But, yeah. uh, you know, I... I don't think a lot of people have seen these movies, but they're they're on Amazon Prime. So if you have it, you know you could just type in Shaw Brothers. You're gonna get a list of yeah. like a couple hundred fucking movies, and they're all fucking. I, I've been pushing that a lot, man. That's anytime you know we we've, we've been talking about this. It's like, hey, man, like they're all on here. So mm-hmm. just you could type that shit. You could watch fucking movies from now till the end of the month, to the end of the year. You know yeah. what I mean? You just 
Yeah, we didn't it's get a whole great. lot of They're comments free. either, but in one of the things I did say that like somebody was like, Oh, that that the premise of that sounds interesting and I was like, It's on Amazon Prime for free. It was like like yeah. everything for Shaw Brothers is just like right. go watch it. He's like, Alright, I will, and, thanks for the and, uh, yeah. I can't stress enough, man. This is why I continue doing what I do is because I want people to know about Fist of the White Lotus. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, we're doing the Wing Wing pretty soon. Who's talking about Wing Wing? Fucking nobody. <laughs> Fist of the White Lotus. Who's talking about that? What was uh we did another the Andy Sedaris. Mm-hmm. No one who's a fucking Andy Sedaris is. You might not like the movies, but it fills those vocabulary holes, you know? And I'm all about that. So it's going to be cool that now someone will be like, well, I never heard of Fist of the White Lotus. Mm-hmm. Never even crossed my mind out of the 800 Shaw Brothers titles. Because right. you type in Shaw Brothers, you're going to get a list of movies. And yeah. we're telling you tonight, check out Fist of the White Lotus. It's fucking yeah. fun. Yeah, I mean, you know, something's going to, you know, interest somebody. I mean, you, what's the first time, you know, you saw that uh, that director's movie when you were a teenager and, that, and you're like, Fuck! I want to watch everything they made now. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. You know, like the first like Scorsese movie you saw or something. You're like, man, I want to go fucking watch everything that guy made, yep. or you know, Kevin Smith, or anything that you fucking love. Like it starts somewhere, and maybe it starts here with this movie. Yeah, Kyle, what won tonight's conversation? Tonight's podcast conversation. All right. Well, uh, in last place for us was Come Drink with Me with negative one. Hey. Negative one. We got a negative, folks. <laughs> um, in Fourth place was Five Deadly Venoms with two. In third place was One Armed Swordsman with eight. Most of those came from Nathan. He really likes it. I eight. gave it <laughs> seven. <laughs> uh, I gave it one, but then took one away. So, uh, and uh, second place was Thirty Six Chambers of Shaolin with fifteen, and then the dominating winner, uh, Fist of the White Lotus, with twenty. Dominating, huh? Yeah. Wow. And I, so I didn't feel like such a glutton at the end there. I gave the, you know, I, I sacrificed <laughs> my, I sacrificed my three pointer, so I'm not mm-hmm. such a glutton. So at the end, I only had ten and seven. That's not uh-huh. bad. I can do uh-huh. it with that. But you guys would have called I me a glutton, I, yeah, I think a I gluttonous asshole, if I was twelve and six. <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe. So, yeah, I. Came out looking good on that one. Um, <laughs> but uh, is there any uh, comments that you guys have? Oh, yeah, let's talk about Pantheon real quick. So sure. Pantheon um, is the house of the gods. Um, it's not a conversation we're having tonight. Um, usually that's what we would be talking about. Uh, but since um, Fist of the White Lotus won, it will be alongside Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Enter the Dragon, and Bloodsport. In Dragon. Our- Bloodsport Blood Dragon. Bloodsport Dragon. <laughs> Blood Dragon. They all have to have dragon in the title, but they can't be in and it. And Fist of the White Lotus Dragon. Yeah. Um, in our year-end tournament. So um, before we uh, you know, talk about announcements and updates, guys, any final comments on just the Shaw Brothers Marathon? Um, are you guys happy with uh, with the movie that won tonight? Yeah. I would have been happy with kind of no matter what won. Really. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I was, I'm not like wholly invested in any of these. I didn't have like... Like a, I didn't go in thinking like, oh God, like if this doesn't win, I'm gonna be so shitty. You know what I mean? Um, like, with sometimes I feel that way. Like, um, no, I, I would have been happy with. Just, I didn't like come drink with me, but I would have been happy with. I probably with anything. Yeah. Um, I was telling Kyle we we, we took a break before while we were counting up the votes. Um, I appreciate you know like I always because you know my pick for the end you know is, is Crouching Tiger because you know, that was the one that I put, put together the marathon and that's what went in. And when, so whenever anything wins, it goes in, I think like, okay, well, could the film that we just nominated, does it stand up to Crap and Tiger? Yeah, right? yeah, And I think like, yeah, but for like best villain, certainly. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like there's, there's definitely... Different, there's, d- definitely categories. There's definitely yeah. categories that it's going to take from Crap to Tiger. So I'm, I'm, as long as whatever we're putting forward is competitive, yeah, yeah. I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think it is. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, going into this, you know, we've been watching a lot of Kung Fu movies. I'm starting to get, like, burned out on them a little bit. And I was like, man, I'm just, I don't know if I'm going to be into watching all five of these. But three of them I really, really liked and enjoyed watching. Um, Conjuring with me and One-Armed Swordsman just weren't really my thing. Uh, I wouldn't have been mad if they went That should have been the title right there. Come drink with me, you One-Armed Swordsman. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) bring me, One-Armed Swordsman. (laughs) Tell me a story of how you lost that arm. (laughs) Um, but it started in a field. <laughs> Some bitch, just come up, come right off. Uh, no, and I, I wouldn't have hated if either of those were the, the winter night, because, I mean, they still had some fun moments and stuff, too. I, I wasn't overly invested in it, but I, I enjoyed this marathon a lot more than I thought I was going to when we started. Mm. Um, and I, yeah, I came away really liking two of these movies. Yeah. I, was oh, good. man, I was really... Um... There's only two that I wanted to win, and that was a fist or 36 Chamber of Shaolin. And it sucks that they both can't be in there at the end of the martial arts tournament in mm-hmm. November or December, because I think uh, you know Chamber of Shaolin would have definitely took some awards. Yeah, I think, sure. You know, when it when it if it would have showed up there. But uh, let's get into some announcements and updates real quick um, as we close out this uh, conversation. Well, we have a Wing Wing versus in the mix and a Rocky versus Karate Kid. So I think those are gonna be. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. What's your thoughts on that? <laughs> I feel like. He just laughed when I told him that. I feel, I like Karate Kid as much as anybody else, but Rocky may be the best movie. But what, what, okay, so what, what I often people talk to me at work, you know, I mean, like, what's your favorite movie? And I always say some pretentious shit. Mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> but the truth is, it might be Rocky. You know what I mean? Like, or like people when people say, "What's your favorite sports movie?" I always say basketball, just to be a oh. dick. But it's probably Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and uh, Don Periscope doesn't count as a sports movie because yeah, Don Periscope is not a sports movie. Um, you know, I, I think there's some categories, you know, like, like I'm sure there's, like, a best trainer. Like, Miyagi's going to take that. Yeah. But I think, like, overall, I think Rocky should crush. So, so check this out. Um, Rocky, I think, will take the prize. Okay? But, so, it's a challenge for me to put a, an interesting conversation together. Um, John G. Avildsen died last year. John G. Avildsen um, directed Rocky and Karate Kid. Um, so many comparisons too. Both are underdog stories, great fights at the end, trainers. I mean, list goes on and Italians. on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Italians. Most under underdog Italians. <laughs> but uh, I think that uh, so Rocky was is is a Golden Idol winner. All right, it won the best conversation I could put it in, which was the boxing marathon. See, I thought now we, we I had this conversation last night. I thought that Rocky didn't win. I thought that uh, no uh, Rocky Cinderella Man won. Yeah, Rocky won. I was pretty you sure your, Cinderella Man. Pretty sure Rocky won. Do you have your can you look it? up adventures? I can. I can get it. Yeah, in. look up adventures. Look okay. up uh, marathons boxing. Um, oh, it, it may. Have. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, so Rocky, I, I'm, I'm almost confident. Um, pretty like ninety nine percent. It's been a long. So time. if Rocky, as long as I stand corrected, uh, what? <laughs> as, long as, as long as you stand corrected, yes. huh? As long as I'm correct. All right, then um, Rocky was the winner of that marathon. So okay. that was the best conversation you could have. But that was before a council, all right. So we it never got its right. It's it's, it's push up. So now what's mm-hmm. the what's the next best conversation, all right? Um, John G. Avildsen he directed both these movies, fights, you know, trainers, sure. all that stuff. Even score, like I love the Rocky yeah. score. It probably takes score for me, but dude, I love you're best the best around, yeah. around <laughs> and no one ever going to break. Yeah, and I got you. In Cruddy yeah. Kid YouTube, you know, like Cobra Kai YouTube Red comes out um, yeah, yeah. in like two or three weeks. So it seems like the perfect conversation to bring both these movies together. And I do um, trainer, trainer category. I think Mr. Miyagi might take trainer. No, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. think I think trainer 
I think it's Miyagi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm struggling to think of any other category that I that okay, it, what about it's best really like, so, competitive. So best fight, Rock, Rocky Crush. Rock, Rocky, yeah, Rocky Crush. Okay. Rocky Crush. The marathon. for some reason I was thinking Cinderella Man won. Okay, so I think um, one uh, Josh like gave almost everything to Cinderella Man. Okay, so he it was ten to well, one. I was talking to it Josh was, last night. Yeah, so Cinderella Man had ten. One. Rocky had one on his votes. Yeah. Oh wow. But I don't think there's any other... Com- it already won the Golden Idol for boxing movies. Okay. Right? And so this is the sports underdog. I think that's the best you know, I can put it up against, right? Yeah, yeah but it could be. It, it's a good yeah. conversation, though, especially yeah. with John G. Appleton especially, right. directing both of these movies. And I think there's a lot of comparisons there. So for this one, it's mostly for the conversation. Okay. Because I don't think a lot of people even know the guy who directed Karate Kid. I honestly didn't. Exactly. But... Directed Rocky. And there's a lot of comparisons there. Um, so, but if it wins this, it, it honestly should have been kicked up for the boxing yeah, marathon. Yeah. So this one right here, can Rocky become a two-time Golden Idol winner? And Karate Kid's no, sh- you know, chump. Yeah, yeah. It's, I a, like... it's an 80s fun, you right. know, uh, I love Karate Kid. So if it can be the boxing marathon and a huge 80s movie, mm-hmm. then... I think, you know, it deserves to definitely be in Pantheon if it gets kicked up to council. Sure. You know? Um, and then in a few months, we'll be doing a Rob Reiner marathon, possibly. Yeah. So, Kyle gets to pick the next marathon. You want to give us uh, some uh, some insight here? What, what are we doing? Yeah, I'm what are we doing? yeah so Brad likes, like, lets uh, Nathan and I do a marathon where he has no input of what's actually going into it once a year. Uh, and I almost did this one last year. So, uh, I was just... Screwing around, I was like, you know what? I wonder what director had like a ten-year span that was maybe the best ten-year span of anybody. And you look at the big names like Spielberg and Scorsese and all that, and like they've all had great movies, but like a full like ten years, there's always some stinkers and stuff in there. And then I just happened to look up. I was like, Rob Reiner. Let's check out Rob Reiner. And he had a fucking like killer ten-year span. <laughs> Like seriously, and it's they're like all, a John Carpenter ten yeah, years span, and they're all like different movies. Mm. So you start off with Spinal Tap, Ooh. then you go into When Harry Met Sally. So you've got this, you know, rock documentary, mockumentary thing, a romantic comedy. Mm. You've got uh, Princess Bride, right, this man. beautiful like children's tale, uh, sort of fairy tale esque thing. You've got Misery, a horror movie with psychological sort of elements involved in it. And then you got A Few Good Men, a courtroom drama. Mm. And this was all in like nine years, I think. Yeah, that's and awesome. like those those were like the, the, the five movies that he made. Like fucking incredible span and they're all different genres. And I thought it would be really cool if we took we had a marathon where, you know, the, the common ground usually there's a lot more common ground for what's actually in the films, but these are so wide out there in what they are, but the, the common thread is the man who put them together. Is right. there a movie to beat in this marathon? What's the highest rated? Uh, good what's God. The, what's the movie to beat? The and that doesn't happen all uh, the time. Like, um, what was the movie that you really loved in the political campaign? Um, um. Bob, no, I want to say Bob, Bob Roberts. Bob, Bob Roberts. Roberts, yeah, yeah. So Bob yeah, yeah. Roberts was the was the the movie to beat. Yeah, it was one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. And mm-hmm. uh, what ended up winning? Primary Colors. Primary Colors that. won, which yeah. surprised me. Which I really, it's really. But I like it. Yeah, I, I I love when that happens though. When you know the the movie that uh, you know people say is the best doesn't turn out to be. What was the movie well, to beat you know, in this marathon tonight? Uh, it was. Uh, fucking thirty. Oh, come no, no uh, yeah, thirty six chambers of shallow. Was it? 
sometimes, that's fair too. I, yeah. Sometimes we, we do these marathons where some films have super high Rotten Tomato scores, and it's really if you if you really think about it, they they has like three people fucking reviewed it. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, like Way of the it, Dragon, like Way of the Dragon, percent like three people reviewed it. Right. Yeah. Oh man! See, so I, it's, I, even, no. I even left out "Stand by Me" on that. "Stand by Me" came after. Oh, so what, are, so what are your five movies? Is "Stand by Me" okay. going to be in there? Or no? uh, you know, I, I'll have to figure out what five we're going to okay. do. I'll probably pull "Misery" out and put "Stand by Me" in. Okay. Um, okay. But "Spinal Taps" a ninety-five. "Stand by Me" is a ninety-one. "Princess Bride" ninety-seven. Yeah, when Harry Met Sally eighty-nine. And "A Few Good Men" eighty-one. Which is, I'm surprised. That's, that's the, I'm surprised that's the low one. But so it would be "Princess Bride" then. Yeah, "Princess yeah. Bride" is the the high on that. So I can't, I can't wait for Princess Bride to win, and then Brad says it can't go for Pantheon until it beats, <laughs> until it beats 40 other fantasy movies. <laughs> until 40 other fantasy movies in a fucking death match. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's, that's really good. rich. You're right. That's really rich. <laughs> I gotta start thinking. Conan. <laughs> Excalibur. <laughs> Stardust. <laughs> oh, touche. All right, so uh, you're gonna fill us in on that probably next next versus marathon, maybe. Yeah. Like what yeah. five films you're gonna do? Yeah, I, th- I think I think it, I think I'm pretty set that it's gonna be uh, Spinal Tap, Stand by Me, Princess Bride, When Harry Met Sally, and A Few Good Men. Okay, and that will be our next marathon. Might be um, six, eight weeks from now, but it'll definitely our next marathon. So. Um, everything else is on hold until we get that one cranked out. Um, and then last announcement is that uh, Contact is up for Pantheon consideration. Yeah, due tomorrow. Yeah, so by the time this episode releases, after editing, oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, you know, the poll might be closed. Uh, my nomination goes up on Monday at 6 p.m., so don't forget to vote in whatever poll is posted on, on Facebook. So um, that's the end of the tonight's conversation, guys. Um, is there anything you want to add um, before we close it down, Kyle? No, uh, you know, I like I said earlier, I was starting to get a little burnout on some of these movies, you know, all these martial arts films, but I, I enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I was going to, and I'm, gra- I'm glad we're going to take a little bit of break from it and come back to it, uh, and I think it'll be fresh and ready to go, like not too distance from it, but, you know, enough to... To get a little bit of a, a breather from some martial arts movies, so yeah, yeah, because in July, August, no, August, September, October, we're going to be doing um, Jason Marathon. Yeah, I was gonna say we're gonna have to start that yeah. soon. Freddy Marathon, yeah. and then um, you know versus of uh, the two top Freddy versus Jason. Um, so that's not Freddy be, versus Jason. Yeah, not Freddy versus <laughs> Jason, but the best Freddy movie versus the first. Fuck best. it, make it a three-way. Throw that one in there just for fun. <laughs> yeah, just for fun. Yeah, so uh, that's going to be fun. But we got to start that in yeah, yeah, August, yeah. September, October. That's three months right there. No martial arts movies. If anything, maybe a quick martial arts versus. I don't even know if we'll have time for that. But uh, Nathan, anything you want to add before we shut down? No, I had a lot of fun, man. This was a, this was a good marathon. I, I like any time I get to watch movies that I hadn't seen before. It's, yeah. They're, mm-hmm. they're fun because, like you said, it kind of... It's like this blind spot, and I, you know, I didn't know anything about this before. Or I knew very little about it before, and now I know at least enough that I could have a conversation with somebody. And you yeah, know I mean, I can tell you what my favorite, you know, Shaw Brothers film film yeah. is. And you know, on uh, looking at the poll um, as a as an insider who's doing this marathon, it would be easy if someone you know else put up the poll asking my, my favorite martial arts movie and I wasn't doing the conversation, it would be easy to be like, eh, Five Deadly Venoms or yeah, you know, yeah. Three Six Chamber of Shaolin because those are the most popular. You know, why why wouldn't they win, right? You know, like mm-hmm. Fist of White Lotus, I've never fucking heard of that movie, mm-hmm. you know? I, I So I, I get why people do the poll. I, I wish they would, you know, watch more, you know? But, you know, it is what it is. Um, Kyle, where can Video Land find you? 
Moviescriptlife, not .com at the end for whatever reason Nathan was telling That's a bunch what of people. I That's what I always say. I don't. Uh, Moviescriptlife on any sort of social media stuff. Uh, when we do marathons or verses and stuff, I like to throw up some, some stuff for each of what we're doing to try to get the discussion going. This one didn't have a whole lot, but, you know, I think the Rob Reiner one should probably have a little more discussion because I think a lot of people have seen most of those five movies oh, yeah, for the I most part. For sure. So. Just send me on Facebook, man. Fist of the white nut shot dot com. That's it. That's right. all and I got. <laughs> as always, I hope everyone enjoyed tonight's conversation. You can find us on uh, adventuresinvideoland.com. We're on Tumblr. We're fuck Twitter. Uh, <laughs> we got one uh, one follower on Twitter. Oh, yeah. but it's, really? I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> it's uh, but me. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, Facebook continues to grow every day, man. There's uh, every day I get uh, someone wanting to join uh, the mm-hmm. group, so that's pretty pretty exciting. I love when that uh, when I see that. Um, it's really cool seeing all these like random people just throwing up reviews that like from all around the world. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's kind of it's, annoying too. It's like, hey, we're uh, I'm reviewing Mad Max today. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, thanks. <laughs> no, it's it's really neat. Like I. You know, AV even last year was a, a relatively small community yeah, yeah, yeah. where we knew. I at least I felt like I knew everybody, everybody in the group. Yeah, and now I'm getting to know people who post, but I've never met them. I have yeah, no idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, uh, it's become a much bigger thing. That's yeah, yeah. super cool. Well, yeah, we go up, man. I think right now we're three point seven. Um, when was it? I think three I was talking. Point, are we really? Yeah, I think wow. I was talking to you not too long ago. I was like, "Hey, I think we're at three point three. And that was just in like January, February. I was like, yeah. "I think we're we're almost at three point three. When I started doing <laughs> marathons, we were at seven hundred members. So like, <laughs> yeah, so that's um, that's crazy. Yeah, you know, we were at like Quadrupled. Christmas, and and my sister was telling me like it's fucking weird. She said like people that I know like are like in that group yeah. that you like post in and I was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean you know that's and Sweet, we you yeah. know we build a studio <clears throat> just off of people donating right. to to this to this group you know so it's fucking awesome just to see how everybody comes together but uh guys you've been listening to criticism in its finest hour so until next time my good people peace out yeah.